My name's Lee Parker. I'm a sculptor and artist. You can find me on Instagram at Remakes Plethora, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. It's a beautiful sound, isn't it? Using up uh, half the bumpers we got this weekend tonight. <laughs> it was an epic weekend, but we did fail miserably at the bumpers. I was going to say, I bet you guys got one bumper. Did you get one bumper? We got we about got three. Four. Three or yeah. four? Yeah. Okay. Stay woke, Scotty. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. Scotty, you know what uh, depresses me? All the many, many times I've been with you in person and talked to you online, and we have never, ever recorded a bumper with you. True. Is that true? Yeah. No, that's untrue. No, we don't really? have one. Yes, yes, you have. Yeah, wait, like when you guys like way back. Um, I'm I'm fairly certain we did it at C2E2. Maybe like one of your first C2E2s. Oh, it was like it. when you. It was like when era. you guys. Yeah, when you guys first started doing bumpers. Let's see. Hmm. It may <laughs> it may have been like the first con you did bumpers at. Ah, it's probably that would have been, been Kanye West. <laughs> oh. Boy. Coming in hot, hot take. <laughs> hot take. Hey man, it's been a fucking week, all right. <laughs> been, a, been a week these past two days. For as many hundreds as you had coming in your pocket every fifteen minutes, they were flying out of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How many doubles you roll, Jason? Dude, I told yeah, Beth's story. I told Beth Scotty's uh, Scotty's maneuvers uh, when we were eating dinner, and she was like, "Mad props to that guy." <laughs> I said, no doubt. Pimp hands is very strong. <laughs> uh, it's fun, man. That was, that's a fun. It's a fun way to do it. No uh, doubt. No it doubt. really makes it makes the whole time way more entertaining. Yeah, but you were starting to bristle there when you got two or three in a row. Well, that was the last day. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're on the la- you're on the last day, like the last hour, and you're you're like, oh man. I mean, how dare they expect you? I know. I like to. I like to mess with them a little and bit. Least, I like and, and you have you have the personality to pull that off because you know when you're when you're sketching, you can engage the oh, yeah. the person who wants. You don't. You're not one of the artists who just like okay, I'm going to take your 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 hundred bucks, keep your head down, and just draw this for. for oh yeah, that's why I do it. So I'm it, never actually. Yeah, I'm never actually frustrated to do it for them. Like I, uh, they, I, we all get a kick out of just playing around it's 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 you know that's what i'm there for so it's it's fun but did you see the love in the eye of that woman that you were drawing for she was like she was your puppet uh you she was a puppet in your hands no that's what i said i said the most amazing thing about it is that is that i mean everybody in the line is absolutely giddy to yeah in line in line to have the chance yeah you know it's great you know what's really is awesome is like you've got the people who who are like you know going through the line uh, for people who don't know, we're probably, we're, we're getting deep as people, listeners might not know what we're talking about. Uh, to get it, you know, because I have limited time of sketching and, and used to, you know, just take a list, uh, the list would fill up in the first five minutes of every day. And it was basically the first, you know, 10 or 15 people in line. Mm-hmm. So that usually meant retailers or people who got early badges or whatever. Um, and, and so, you know, people who had a, who, who, you know, had to work or couldn't get there, you know, have kids and can't get out the house quick enough. They basically have no chance of getting sketches, um, because it, you know, by 10, 15, there's no chance. And like, 
you know, there's all these methods that people have done. People, you know, write, you know, basically do like a lottery, draw a ticket or whatever, or whatever, and try to figure out. But when I was in Germany, uh, you know, to get us to to get a sketch in the thing that the publisher, once you bought uh, once you bought a book, they gave you a receipt, and then that got you a chance to roll dice. And if you roll doubles, then you got a sketch in your book that you bought. Um, which I was just like, that is so cool. Like, and I watched the line. I watched everybody get super excited, like, and I watched the crowd like start flipping out when they got it, or like, you know, get frustrated if they did it, you know, and like, but but everybody's cheering, and it's like even trying to get the sketch was a spectacle, and I was like, you know what, that's that's fun, so I just kind of decided to take that. So basically, you've got to get in line and roll doubles. I let you get in line as many times as you want, as long as you're willing to wait in the line again. Um, and yeah, the really cool thing is like, you know, you had people. I had people come up and say they 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 were studying probabilities. <laughs> like they were like, well, we figured out that it's, you know, one in 18, get it or something for every 18, this happens or whatever. And I was like, really? Like you guys, like you guys were thinking about this at home. <laughs> like, uh, and then I know a couple of people went in the line, like went through the line multiple times, a couple of them for two days. Um, and, and one guy went in, I want to say he went in, like he rolled maybe 10, or 12 times. And when he finally got it, he was like super excited. And when he finally got it, the sketch wasn't even for him. It was like, it was a birthday present for his best friend. <laughs> and I was like, oh. that is so fucking cool what that guy just did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you guys saw the, you guys saw the woman. I think she got a Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, and she was like determined. Like, and, and it never for a minute was she negative. She was always super positive. And when she got it, it's almost like the fact that it took her so long made it even sweeter when she got it. So, uh, yeah, it, it's super cool to watch. Yeah. I know I'm going to make a killing next time because I'm going to be selling weighted dice at your uh, – Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, that's uh, why it's a one in six chance, by the way. Oh, boy. Yeah, but they, they – I know it's a one in six chance, but they were they were saying like the probability of – they were like they, – they broke it down to like for every 18 people, so many people would hit it. I don't know what they found. You know, yeah, like they yeah. went – they went really deep in looking into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you uh, were lucky enough to roll doubles because this is 11 <laughs> O'Clock Comics, episode 480, our Heroes Con recap episode, and I am Vince B. Oh, you are Vince B. I miss you, Rumi. I am David A. Price. Oh, I miss all y'all, but I'm pretty happy today because I just got drafted by the Phoenix Suns. I am Josh Jackson. No, you're not Josh Jackson. You're Jason Wood, and we have a guest this week, a man who lived it. He lived it with us this weekend. He is the genius behind I Hate Fairyland. He is our brother. We love him so much, and his name, I don't have to tell you, but for the uninitiated, I will. His name is Scotty Young. What's up? We love this man. How fun was this con, guys? Too fun. It was, it was off the chain. I just you want to know. No, no idea how excited I was that Vince was at Heroes Con. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to know if Vince had a good time. Oh, me. no. See what you did, Scotty. Uh, I look at that man's face, no matter where we are, and I'm like, okay, Scotty's here. It's home. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it feels right, right? It just yeah, feels right. It does. And you know what else feels right? 
uh, discounts. Yes, massive <laughs> discounts on your favorite funny books and collectibles. All of them. DCBService.com. Discount comic book service. One more time for the hearing impaired. DCBService.com, where you can get your comics, get them cheap, get them delivered right to your door for a mere fraction of the cover price. Remember, from Valiant, it's Divinity Number Zero by Matt Kent. And Renato Geddes, uh, cover price is three ninety nine. Your price, Jason, tell him. Uh, I don't know. I'll right. say a dollar ninety nine. And you would be right. Nice. From IDW, it's the merging of Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse in the Donald and Mickey ongoing. Mm-hmm. Cover price five ninety nine because it's a forty eight page monster. Your price, two dollars ninety nine cents. And certainly not least. Daniel Warren Johnson over at Image is cooking up the Extremity Trade Paperback Volume 1, subtitled Artist. The cover price on this tome is $16.99, but you won't pay that because you're very smart. And go to dcbservice.com. You can have it for a measly $8.49. Yes. Save all over the place. dcbservice.com. Nicely done. Whoop, whoop. Yep. You what know are, it. What are we drinking, fools? <laughs> I love I love me some uh, DCBS. Oh, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't buy half as much as I do if not for discount comic book service. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man. I'd wait till cons and get the stuff for... For a quarter. For like peanuts. Well, now that you know, you can get all the Book of Heroes con. Seriously. Well, I'm not going to wait a year, dude. I mean, yeah. Dude, we we made some massive. Well, no, you could probably hit that, that that antique shop every every few months before. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't think he's going to be replenishing. I think we we skim the we put cream. Put yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? Should the guests go first? I believe so. Sure. Um, I thought since I have gotten home from Heroes Con. And missed my family that whole weekend, and then they were out of town when I got home, and they continue to be out of town. Um, mm-hmm. I am living like some sort of freaking bachelor, where I am plowing through bottles of uh, the the Francis Coppola Diamond Collection Pinot Noir, like uh, like I might have a problem of some sort, like a box. <laughs> I like how you say might. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, I at least wait till seven thirty to start. Okay, it's not even dark at that point. No, it's not. You gotta have oh. a little light. I like a little light in my life. Right. Scotty, we have the same deal going on. My uh, family is away as well. This yeah, week. yeah. We should. It like starts getting kind of funky in here after a couple days. Exactly. <laughs> I finally took a shower today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good look, Jason. What are you drinking? I am drinking an oldie but a goodie. The Argentinian red table wine that we buy uh, quite often, Clos de los Siete. Ooh, okay, that makes two. Dap, I should go now. <laughs> Yee! Yeah, Diet Pepsi. Mm, okay. Back on the horse. Yes. Dap, what Diet you Pe- what you sipping on? Uh, well, Tanqueray. We we did uh, <laughs> we did stop by a liquor store and I and and because Scotty was coming on tonight I was they had almost everything from Coppola except the Pinot Noir but then I remembered that I can't drink wine tonight because this kind of ties into a thank you a little bit so huge thanks to Mr. Larry Bishop I am going to drink beer tonight wow what? say it's not this, so 
This what? I, what? And I'm, what's happening? And what's I'm, happening? I'm opening it right now. I ha- it, it, there was what's six, happening? Six, six <laughs> what different what? bottles. It sounded just like Chris. Oh my god! I had a flashback there. I'm sorry. This is from Dark Horse. This is the bourbon barrel aged Plead the Fifth Imperial Stout. Wow! Oh, so you stout. said so many words there, Dap. Is it and <laughs> it is. It's beer. Um, <laughs> there's a. Uh, it's. <laughs> I, oh, it. I like it. I don't know if I would drink it too often. Um, but it is. It's. It's heavy, Vince. And, so what's uh, your backup then? What do you got? What do you? Uh, no, I'm going with? to. Uh, well, I, I have a. I have a nice crisp cold bottle, uh, of Poland Spring next to me. But the because um, mm. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to mix. I don't want to follow this up. I don't want to chase it with wine, and uh, I don't want to kill the mood by running downstairs and, and getting some Dude, beer before wine. All is fine. Uh, yeah, then I already screwed that up because I had a, a small glass of wine with dinner. Wow, but, ooh, wine yeah. before beer in the clear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so well, you can't lose. Then. You're good. Right? Yeah. As, yeah. Long, as okay. long as Jason comes yeah. up with the rhymes, I'm I'm golden. Um, but well, no, liquor before thing. beer never sicker though. Right. No, beer before liquor never sicker. Mm, either one. How about okay. comics before both of them? <laughs> but but oh, again, my. thank you, thank you very much, Larry. This How is, about uh, wine? Just drink the fucking wine, and everything will be fine. There you go. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it'll be it. It'll be at least. Uh, it might be six episodes before I get to wine because I I, I want to make sure I drink each of these bottles. Okay. <laughs> Scotty's that's laying down the law. You're really future. It's like a, that's some future planning you got going on. He sent me six bottles, all different kinds. I can't, you know, I got to make sure he, he, why, why would I not let him know? This is actually kind of growing on me. I, I, I'm, I'm digging this. Still heavy though. Have we forgotten how to do this? <laughs> I think so. I, I, I come on, I come on y'all. I come on and throw all y'all off. It's true. Y'all are, y'all are just nervous yeah. around me. You got a big time creator on. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Remember that time we did that book? Man, Never all I know that. is we have to stop before shows texting each other about how we're going to go eat an awesome meal together because every con we we never eat a meal together ever. Well, you know what you know what it is like. What is impossible at these cons is to it is genuinely impossible to have dinners with everyone that says let's have dinner. Oh, I know, right? Oh, sure. Like You're in the two it. months leading up to cons, there are at least twelve text chains. Three emails, yep. four four publishers, you know, and then and those are the people that you want to go have dinner with, right? And then there's you know then just keep tacking on just like constant, and you're always like, all right, which which one? And then then you've got the people like Jonathan is always like, hey, you want to go try that play for lunch? Like lunch? Like he just he just like a writer and an artist being a god. <laughs> I know. I mean, you're a writer too, but you know what I mean. No, I know, but yeah, they go to the con, they're like, they're gonna show up for an hour or two, and they'll be like, hey, you wanna go hit up that place across town for lunch? Like, no, I can't leave. <laughs> and by the way, for our listeners, he means Jonathan Hickman. Yes. Oh, yeah. You yeah. gotta assume Jonathan, that, right? Yeah, John, Jonathan and I almost solely, uh, accept con invitations based on what food we're in the mood to eat that month. I like it. He was like a ghost at the, the bar. The hotel bar. He came. Well, I, I only just, saw him Thursday night. Yeah, basically he was there for like what half hour, maybe forty five minutes, and he was he he bolted. 
you know, Jonathan doesn't do late night stuff that often. Like we we do we always do our dinners big, and we go hard at, we go hard at dinner. Um, but Jonathan usually will be the one that when we all like when we all get back to the bar, he's like mm-hmm. he literally just like on the drop of a die goes, I'll go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get he that. He doesn't mess around one single bit. He just goes, now nah, go to bed. All right, see you guys tomorrow. And he just and he bolts. It's usually me and Jason, Jason Aaron, who are like, you know, two thirty in a.m. still convincing people not to go to bed. Like, nah, come on, let's keep. We got to order pizza soon. You do that. Remember in Chicago, uh, the last time we sat down, and you, yes, you didn't, we, you yeah. didn't want to leave. Yeah, and we were all yeah, falling asleep and shit. Yeah, well, we yeah. also been up for. A oh, while. first of all, first of all, we need to rewind <sighs> to Chicago. That was not two thirty. That was like nine thirty. <laughs> uh, I think because we've been up. Uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna start getting our sleeping bags ready and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come? Guilty as charged. Yeah, it, it, it was a, a rough night. It's it's not a con unless you know Vince and I are getting all tucked in together. <laughs> We do sleep together all the time. We do. You do. It pretty much is, yeah. Yeah. He said I choked him. I don't remember it. No, no, no. I That's it. Hey, choking's in right now. It is. It's true. But he didn't. He didn't bring the ball gag. But no, you, you throttled me. It was not a choke. It was. It was. Like, it, was it was. It was like he grabbed me by the shoulder and almost threw me off. The I don't remember <laughs> doing it, buddy. Sorry. I know. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't. You know. I, I said the safe word. We were good. All right. So, Heroes Con 2017. Let let's let's reminisce. Um, at going in, uh, I have to say that the boy and David were one hundred percent accurate in their assessment of it being the best con. Keep it one hundred. Yep, it was great. All the other one hundred. Yep, one hundred percent comics, right? Uh, yes, yes, and 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 very uh, very nicely proportioned too. The the dealers on one side and the art. It was just like one giant artist alley, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the artists on uh, and writers on on the other, and it was just magnificent. I mean, I I, I can't embellish it. It was simple. It's beautiful in its simplicity. Right. Yeah. Yep. There, there's no noise. It's all signal, and I just it's it, like I said. It, not having seen Scotty, it felt like home. And then you were relaxed in a way you are never. I know, of. right? It is true. Well, Normally you're ready to go, you're ready to bounce, go out to eat, you're ready to go back to the hotel. Yeah. This time you were good. You were you, we, you were like, no, we'll look at book. We'll leave whenever you need to. You were just totally yeah. vibing out. Oh, I think that, I think that the hotel was right across the street. Yeah, there was that too. Sure. But I think that the true uh, test of. My appreciation of the show was on Sunday when we had a 10-hour drive ahead of us, 10-hour-plus drive ahead of us, and it was 4 o'clock, and I still didn't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. Well, you know what? You know what? There's something about what Shelton and Rico and the whole squad over at, at Heroes does is they lay that place out to where it never feels like out of hand. Like, no, never. Exactly. There was ne- there is never a time where I hop up to go to the bathroom where I feel like, oh my god, get out of my way, I'm gonna explode. It's like, no, oh, you can walk freely everywhere. There's never a backup. There's never a line. Like, uh, because I mean, there's definitely cosplayers there, and I, I'm not a hater of cosplayers. I love them, but because there's not, 
they don't do a lot of like crazy fanfare costume content. Like that's not a main draw. So you don't have as many big stopping the, you know, stopping the flow of traffic cosplay right. stuff. You, there's just a lot of things that are so different about this show in that it feels like a mega version of the old original comic book shows. It does. Like it when really, you, really does. you know, like almost like when you used to go to like Ramada Inn shows, right? Like sure. you just walk, like you walk around and it's like that, but it's like it kept growing and got bigger and bigger, but never forgot that like, oh, this is still what we are. I think you can't, you can't overestimate the significance of that space issue. Because every other con, while we've had great times at, at all of them, right? there is always that – generally, no matter what you think of the con, uh, New York is its own thing. But no matter what you think of the con, Saturday at any con is generally that day when you know, okay, time to saddle up. If you don't have a booth – I mean you have a booth. Right. Sometimes right. you've got a booth. But you just know, all right, got to get my mind right. It's going to be cramped and I'm going to need to take a break and leave the con. But like yeah. you said, at Heroes, that's not the case. Even in the height of Saturday – there's never a moment where you're squeezing past or saying, never. excuse me. You just nope. go where you need to go, and that's incredible. Yeah, because like, yeah, even at C2E2, which I find it to be a really big open convention, it is. as soon as, as, soon as you get back to Artist Alley, it's much more cramped in the aisles. Mm-hmm. Like, So especially on Saturday, like – you know, and on Sunday of like C2E2, I, you know, I'm there with my son, so I'm like trying to keep track of him and everything. And it's, it gets very difficult in some of those, right. those yeah. spaces. But Heroes, man, it just feels, at times you almost, it can almost feel like, is the con slow? Like, I was like going to ask you that. I mean, you're probably not the right one to ask because you're, you always have a line, but, but I wonder that sometimes, especially with new bucks that are setting up, does the feeling of the openness make them Psychologically, think they're having a bad weekend when they're maybe not, and then they well, tally it up did, and they think, "Oh, I did okay." I did hear it's always a mixed bag, and I'm definitely an outlier. I don't. I almost every convention I do seems to be the exact same as far as business goes. As far as uh, it, whatever I need it to be, it's usually the exact same. So it, I, I'm not one to be able to comment on that stuff either way. But I did hear, you know, you, you do your typical like, oh, hey, how's the con, right? That's the, the question you ask everybody. And this was the first time that people were like, eh, like a, a few people were like, eh, not great this time. I now, I don't know if that's because, I mean, I still think the con is awesome. And for fans, and, you know, if you're there for looking for art, it's amazing, right? But I, I, I can't see how... At some point, when you get that many artists in one room, and that, and not just that many artists, but that many baller artists, like I could see where it could start to feel like the money's being really spread out throughout the room, right, right. Uh, you know, instead of like concentrated in a few islands, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, uh, that's that's anecdotal. I have no actual proof of yeah. any of that. It, it's just your, you know, your talk in passing. Do you think though a part of it is? I don't know what the attendance were. Maybe you asked Rico, but do you think also a part of it though is just this insane number of conventions that exist now? Because that could, Awesome that Con also, was also this weekend. Yeah, I think that was the first time that Awesome Con was scheduled the same weekend. It and was. That, that probably that probably did give it a little hit because you have people in Jonathan. and I talked about this. You have people up in Virginia who would who would probably normally drive down to Heroes. Right. That I that I would imagine well, you know probably opted out. This time, because Awesome Con still gets in that celebrity game. 
Yes, because I think Will Wheaton was there. But what was interesting is that um, Govar. I think it's who, funny that we call Will Wheaton a celebrity, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, Daniel Govar, who we've seen at, at both Heroes that Jason and I have been to and at every other con we've been to, but he lives in Florida. And so he flew over Charlotte to go to D.C. for uh, for Austin. Awesome Tom, so, yeah. Tom King yeah, they're, they're, went to that instead. Yeah. Snyder and Capullo. But, yeah, I mean those. Yeah, I would imagine that that's still like a shorter a shorter hit dip and and I would imagine again I, I still look at Heroes Con as much more of an artist driven con. For sure. Writers, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, and you know, guys like Snyder and and Capullo and those guys who at, at the at, at cons need like signing lines, like they need to have they basically have like their own, you know, area. Like, you know, where right, you're, right. you're, you're exactly mm-hmm. like you guys notice, like heroes doesn't have that. Like, you know, there were, there, you guys notice, like if you come by my table or you come by any of the tables that have kind of a little bit larger than average lines, like they, they, they kind of just snaked down the aisle, yeah. uh, you know, to the, to the chagrin of, of some people. The <laughs> like, only one so, that was a problem was Alan Davis because they, they did have a cue for him off. Oh, did they? Yeah, far they, away. But. Yeah. Oh, well. So okay. So that was far away. I know that that uh, Terry Dodson had um, a little bit of a line, and then you also have uh, Matt and Kelly Sue, and they have their right. They, they have a decent yep. long enough line. I was, and that's something I probably I don't know if I'd be able to do this at New York, and I'll I'll get to this when we get into recapping the show. But I was able to walk up to to a legend and and shake his hand very easily um there was nobody you always walk up to my and shake my hand easily well no i i I toast with you oh boy yeah you're not an asshole scotty that's true (laughs) and that's and that's something we're gonna get into yeah all right but uh one of the things that i thought was great um and i immediately compared it to new york was and i'm gonna call it the eating area for lack of a better term they they had a, a little um snack shop against the wall and directly in front of it was maybe about ten tables. Would you say that maybe ten tables? Oh, tw- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe maybe not even, but yeah, because right. they were nice and large and round. Yeah, yeah, ten tables or less, and the traffic was brisk. But if you bought something to eat, you were almost guaranteed a seat. You try that in New York. Oh yeah, it's right. not. I happening. didn't even notice any of that. That's interesting. Yeah, it, well, the tables were over by uh, Dodson. Cool. On that side. Yeah, and the hot dogs weren't $25 either. You know, well, it, it, it was reasonably priced food that you could buy, sit down, eat, and then go back to your business. It was remarkable. Like, I've, I've never seen that happen in New York. Now, there's on people that sitting front, in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. aisles and stuff. What? Go ahead. No, I was going to say on the, on the food and drink front, I will say must love to the West in Charlotte because that's where it's always popping off and where we always stay and everybody hangs out. But uh, they've <laughs> yeah. gotten they've gotten their smart game on because I remember a few years ago when we went to the Heroes, I was baffled at I had a tab running that probably that first Thursday night dap and was was letting the drinks flow and I went to settle expecting it to be many hundreds of dollars and then they gave me the bill and it was I, I said are you, are you sure? Are you, and, and, I, and I was like, man, it's great to be in North Carolina. This time, we roll up to the bar. They had that little pop-up bar. And it, it was – I bought – I think I bought a round for us plus uh, Kari Randolph was right there. So I bought him a drink. It was like 40 bucks for like four drinks. I'm like, y'all have gotten your Manhattan price game on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they weren't, so they, they weren't definitely – Yeah, they, they definitely upped their prices on the drink significantly. Didn't stop me from drinking. 
But, uh, but, but that was sticker shock. That was sticker shock. Yeah, I was in that zone where it was like, hey, you want a drink? I got a tab. And then, you know, like people just think like if anybody's standing near you, they just put those drinks on your tab, even though you, you're not like you don't you haven't said like and at the end of every night. I was like, what in the holy fuck happened to this bar bill? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I got to do a sketch. Jesus. Yeah. Like I better bring some more dice. It was fucking one of the nights I was like. I was like, I did not drink this much fucking wine. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's do the con proper. All right, do, let's it, do it. Producer, do, we, do it. We, uh, we, Jason and I arrive at Vince's after driving past his driveway. Uh, we finally get to Vince's and uh, load up the CRV and hit the road by about seven thirty or so. So we were, we were on target. That, that's what we said. We'd, we'd, we'd definitely be on the road before 8, and we were. Um, and then we promptly got off the road a couple hours later because uh, we were hungies. And we uh, we drove past where we wanted, where we thought we were going to get some decent food. Thank God we up, drove past it. Yes, yep. oh, absolutely. And we ended up um, at uh, almost at a the pre-con con. An antique wall where there were four buildings, one across the street, uh, three on one side, one on the other side, and, and uh, an antique mall where they were just basically just exactly that, antiques and, and, and hand-me-downs. And um, we went from one building to the other, and the second building we went into, um, that's really when Vince's con weekend hit. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, you all know I'm cheap. And uh, I, I like a bargain. Um, and the the person who ran this little comic stand within the larger um, – Almost like a flea market. Yeah, antique complex Just was getting out of the game. Everything was 50% off. If it said fun on the sticker, it was 50% off. And the prices – if he used a guide, the guide is probably 15 to 20 years uh, you yeah, know, out no of doubt, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So – I mean, I was just grabbing like lightning. I was like, okay, I want that. I want this and I want that. And by the time I was done, I had at least a two foot stack of books. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes. And we, we should preface, we were saying on the way down that in terms of books to look for, you wanted a bunch of magazines. Yes, I did. And David wanted to look for issues of E-Man, yep. not He-Man, E-Man, E-Man, right? Uh, and what did we find at the antique shop? Exactly. Magazines and, and, and E-Man. E-Man, yeah, and there there it was. I mean, I got um, – well, I have it written down here because I I wanted to make sure. I got 26 issues of Comics Review. Now, what for those who don't know what Comics Review is, it's a, a magazine that reprints vintage comic strips. Tarzan, Mandrake the Magician, uh, Flash Gordon, and the like, and – in its publishing history, it used to be a standard size magazine for around five, six bucks. But they started combining issues, and then they published it as a square-bound book slash magazine for nineteen ninety-five cover price each issue. I got them for a buck a piece. Yep, a dollar. I was like freaking out, as much as I visibly freak out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and and David was uh, grabbing the E-Man. Jason found some Ohatmu issues. So we found a whole set. He found two whole sets. He found yes. the, uh, the 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 dollar issues and the the update from eighty nine. Yeah, eighty fives and the eighty nines. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was a great start. It just set the pace for the entire week, and it also set the tone because upon arriving. We stopped there really because Vince loves fleas oh, and hunting for bargains. So we stopped just for the sake of stopping. It's my church. <laughs> What's that? It's my church. Right. But we recorded it. Yep. And then we promptly put it on the web to our patrons. And I think that also set the tone because it got us in the mindset of let's start throwing some content up, video yep. and audio. And that's and, – and to sidetrack briefly um, – that is a long and boring ass stretch of I eighty one, and mm-hmm. and I think I think definitely helped us from going stir crazy uh, was being able to just riff and record it and and ask folks for questions that we can answer and just you know just just talk about nonsense and bullshit things that wouldn't normally right. be on a regular episode because uh, it, it could be silly or just, you know, quick little 10, 15 minute, half hour bits. Uh, so that, yes, let me throw in the content up was just, it, it, it worked in, in so many different ways. Right. But there is a huge difference in tone from the stuff we recorded going down uh, <laughs> as compared to the stuff we were recording coming, coming back. back. I mean, it was, oh, yeah, a punchy and the yeah. the last mm. two especially. Let's wrap and, let's wrap this up and do a post show <laughs> secret oh, was, talk. Was, oh no, it, it was it was rough coming back. But yeah. I I say all told, we probably put up a good six hours, seven hours worth of stuff. You think with Jason's panels? Sure, everybody. Some of it was out for the public, right? Yeah. Right. Is this on? Do you guys have like a secret Patreon feed or something? Um, yeah, you gotta be a patron. My fucking back, y'all. God damn it! I know it's tough. It's tough. I know. Throw some dollars. Well, go in your case. Look at the budget first. You just work it out. (laughs) Hey, don't you? I hear you all the time. I've got to talk to my wife. She's so mad. I bought. uh, I bought a baseball card. Oh, baseball card. A baseball card. Man, I love Scotty. I really do. She. Oh, I bought a I bought a sketch card and she said no more, Jason. Yeah, I gotta clean the pool now. Um, so. <laughs> Y'all gotta clean pool A, B, and C. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, he was cleaned yesterday. It's fine. He's sitting you in know. the lounge chair with a little parasol. And he's getting all salty. Like God, parasol. Damn. parasol. parasol. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that one on the way out. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. All right. So, so well, let, let's yeah. just skip ahead. We recorded just, stuff yeah. in the car. Give this to yourself, Jason. Yes. I, um, I so, con day one, we hit the floor. I'm stunned. They're smiling. Yeah. Many dealers. The 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 bargains were like I say about discount comic book service. There were tons of bargains, and they were all like rock bottom. It made me question. Why I pre-ordered this stuff in the in the first place? It's true. <laughs> well, and another uh, getting back, uh, this is an important consideration too, relative to our con dynamics, because like at New York, you 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 love to to dive in the bins, and generally at New York, it goes something like this: Hey guys, want to go do a little binge diving? <laughs> and then we think about what it's like up on the main floor of your Comic Con, <laughs> and it's like, Nah, we're good, bro. We're good. And then and then you say, Okay, I'm gonna head up there, and then you probably look at. Ten bins, but not even. it's so packed up there. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's so packed it takes four hours. Right, 
Right. Right. But the and thing is, back, and then also it's hard to find each other. If you split up at New York Comic Con, it's hard to find each other again. It's absolutely Whereas here, true. when we walked in, you, you, we were walking down the main aisle. The books are to the right. The artist is to the left. I'm veering to the left. You're being pulled to the right. But it was never hard for all of us no, to get no. back and back up with each other. And the thing about New York is, if you are at, if you are lucky enough to to plow your way to a dealer that has back issues, and if they have two tiers of boxes, like say waist high, oh, and the, then the if they if they the have floor. boxes on the floor, there is absolutely no way in New York that you can look at those books on the floor. It's nope. it's it's borderline impossible. At Heroes. You could lay on your belly like a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons and just casually <laughs> thumb through the It's awesome. Feet in the air. Yeah. The people are going to think I'm bullshitting because there, there's no way a con can be this good. It's – I'm not lying. It, Heroes Con is that relaxed. It's that accessible. And I'm not getting paid to say this. It's. I mean it's just plain the truth. It's just a great experience. Well, Absolutely. they've been doing it for what thirty five years. Thirty five. Mm-hmm. I think you know they 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 they're definitely on to something. I mean it's it's um they don't they're not fools. It's um it it is a really well organized, well run um machine. But it doesn't feel like a machine. Other cons we go to that feels like it's it's definitely they're strict and rigid, and uh, this is a lot more comfortable. Um, I mean, maybe it's because you know part of it is that, that that it's in the south, but it's just it is a very laid back. Show. You can you can have a goal, you can have a plan, and you know exactly what you're going to do. And and they're still, I mean, they're still organized like a con. They still have panels, they still have things going on. But uh, you're not you're not stressed. You're not you're not rushing. You're not feeling like you know you have to do this or go here or else you're going to miss that. There's mm-hmm. if 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 you walk by Alan Davis, you're like okay, I'll I'll. I'll come back around and and try to see you know Alan. You're not going to see like oh well I got to stand here for the next 45 minutes because I want to at least meet Alan Davis. It, it, no, I never felt like that at all this week. No, no, Scotty, you had great table placement. You were in a really good spot. Yeah, Rico usually does me right. He does. He uh, he's he's great with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and the many times we passed by and you had a line, it wasn't. I mean, you know, it was a decent sized line, but it didn't obstruct. The, the the traffic in the aisle it was just a smart place to put you yeah they well they pretty quickly each day they they sent people over and they would basically keep somebody near the end and they kind of like soft capped it at all times mm-hmm. and so they would kind of be like you got to roam around <laughs> it was kind of a weird thing but they'd kind of be like you got to roam around and check back because i th- i do think there was somebody complaining a couple rows away mm-hmm. um no oh. Some, somebody who's name no, I, no, I shouldn't be mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Don't hate the plan. <laughs> yeah, I won't. It's fine. But yeah, Rico, they all do great. That that goes to that spacing thing where they space those aisles out so nicely that even with that stuff, it really doesn't it really doesn't mess things up that bad. Right. It's true. So Vince went and started buying books. I went and started well, getting I, my art hustle on. Well, I saw you Thursday. We saw each other Thursday night, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When we got in. Yeah. Yep. You. Uh, yeah. You. Uh, you brought. You. You. You brought your. Uh, your. 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 Your writing crew and your oh. EOC crew together. You. You. Ha- you. Uh, you brought us over to uh, chat it up with y'all and Hickman and. Uh, and oh, that's uh, right. That was. That and was Aaron and, uh, and and uh, and James Heron and. Uh, yes. And you. You. 
much props to you. You drunkenly put your armor on Aaron and said, I told you you got to do their show again. So props to you for that. Yes. Much, much love for that. Yeah. And well, you know what? Yeah. I love, I loved Vince because I came over, I was with, I was with all my friends and we were chatting and then I was like, Oh God, I was like, I'll be right back. I've got to go talk to you guys and saw you guys and walked over there. And then I was like, Hey, you guys should come over. Cause I think we, we might have been talking about James or Heron or something and we're like, uh, I was like, Oh, hey, let's go. And, and Vince, I, I, I fully expected you to go like, no, nah, no, it's fine. We, no, we don't need to do that. And you kind of started to and then you went, no, let's do it. Yeah. I was like, Woo! Vince is in it today. Yeah, new, like, and imp- new and improved Vince. Yeah, like he he kind of soft passed. He was like, "No, nah, nah, we don't need to do." Because it. it was like James, James is over there. Jason, Aaron, Hick, you know, Hickman. We we'd all just got back from dinner. Latour, like we just got back from dinner, and we were talking about art. And I think Stephen Green was over there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I was like, "Let's hey, let's go over. We could talk to Heron and you know Hickman. And all you want to go talk to Hickman?" And you're like, "No, no, it's okay." But I didn't even have to prod Vince. Then he goes, no, okay, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, my man has come to play. I thought about it no, for you're a right because second. No, yeah. no you were right. Because I, I, I was out over by the bar talking to some other folks. And I look over and I'm like, well, look at that. Yeah. I noticed yeah, uh, y'all, Dap, and, and Vince and y'all were chatting up with that crew. I'm like, I got to get feet on filming now. I got to get over there. Man, the, uh, we, we, the guns on uh, James Heron. Dude. It was yoked. And 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 Jeff Shaw too. But the uh, when yeah, we were Shaw's talking to Heron, um, it was fun. We, we were talking to Hickman for a second, and and uh, kind of had to sort of remind him that he did our show. But the uh, <laughs> Aaron, we um, we were talking to him and and telling him, you know, if if he feels like well, actually, we were. I was psyched because as much as I love Rumble, the fact that you know when we talked about this when Remender was on a couple weeks ago, you know, the fact that he's, he's, he's doing some issues of a couple issues of seven to eternity. It's amazing. And, and I don't, if, if, you know, let me know if Vince will edit this, if, if need be, but those two issues have been purchased sight unseen. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's just, and one, I know who bought it and, and it's understandable based on everything else that he's bought. But I mean, I just, that's just, that's, I, Oh, the, I, art, the artwork for those the issues? The artwork yeah. for those two issues, yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely know one person who, but I, I don't, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't have this yeah, confirmed. I don't, I don't think we're allowed to name them, but yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but the, uh, but no, I mean, he is, it, it, the dude is just, he's, and, and, and just nice, quiet. He's, he's, he's a chill dude. Um, everybody on, on Felix's crew is really kind of, Laid back and down. Yeah. But the nice but thing it, about James Heron doing those two issues. Well, he's got, listen, Felix has one diva in his posse. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Fuck y'all. The, the, the nice thing <laughs> about all yoke, but yeah, but yeah. is that the story is in continuity, but it's a it's an aside in a well, way. Because of so where it, they're it, headed in, in the last right. Budget. It doesn't. It does not going to break up the the big picture, which is yeah. is, is smart. It's a way to do it. Wait till you guys. Wait till you guys see those pages, like. Wait. They're fucking insane. Oh yeah, like, Heron's just like I gotta bring it, yeah. dude. He, like, it's like he decided like I'm gonna draw all the things, <laughs> like, uh, like anything that I've never drawn in my life, I'm gonna draw it in this book. Like mm-hmm. he decided that no artist gets to do lines anymore because he drew all the lines. I love uh, it. Yeah, he filled those pages, man. They're fucking crazy. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, so so th- yeah, Thursday we hit that up. We got a drink on. Yep. Went to the diner. 
I, we went, I think we, yeah, we went hard that night because you guys came back. You guys came back from the diner, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, there was a, me and my, me and a few of my squad were still. Yeah, you were still, still running point. Yeah. We were still in it to win it that night. Oh, for sure. For yeah. Sure. And when we came back from the diner, I was talking to people as well. So, uh, you know, I jumped in. That's my man. Grown's up. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, it's just like, I guess you can teach an old dog new tricks. I don't know what it was, but I just felt more relaxed. Hero. You know what it was. It was the vibe of the whole thing. You just were feeling the vibe. Yeah. You're in the South. The, actually, the weather was on point this weekend. Usually, it was. It was, it was supposed to rain. It was supposed. It was. Usually, yeah. sh- usually Charlotte during Heroes is fucking unbearable outside. But right. while it was a little humid, it wasn't near as bad as it's it been in previous. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So the weather's nice. I don't know. Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. a good vibe. And Vince, you got to tell me that there's something about that Weston, that Weston lobby area. There's a lot of seating. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me the last time you went to a con bar that you got to sit down. No, that's the thing. Well, Never. Scotty, to your point, we, you know, we've raved about the Weston Bar and the fact that um, that while not everybody stays at the Weston, a good chunk of people do, and that's generally right. one of the main hang points. And it's fun because whether it be editor or creator or publisher or fan, you're likely to all be in the same spot, which is awesome. But Vincent asked us because his frame of reference is C two E two, where you know there's that bar. Is it the Hyatt? Is, is that what that is? Yeah, the Hyatt there. Yeah, yeah where everybody Hyatt. hangs out. At. But that's a madhouse. I mean, that is a madhouse place. You can't get a no. drink. It's no, impossible Hyatt, to drink yeah. there. But anyway, so Vince was like, "Well, is this going to be like the Hyatt?" And we said, "No, it's the anti Hyatt. You're you're going to be able to get a drink anytime you want. You're going to be able to get a seat at just like the con. You're there's not you're not going to be cramped because they let you hang out in the actual lobby. You don't have yep. to just be in the bar, which is great." Yep. I, I, I'm just not, not, not to kill the mood. I just got an email from Patreon. We have a new, uh, a new, a new patron. Oh shit. No, you, got, really? do you guys do, do you guys do uh Bobo superpowers for new patrons? <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> not for, not for dollar patrons. Not. That's for sure. No, but you're going to go on, you're going to go on the wall of appreciation. You you guilted him into it though. I mean, see, that's, that's no, right. listen. No, it was the pay. six hours of bonus footage that Gilda yeah, got him. Yeah, that's it. actually what got me because I'm <laughs> like, fuck, I do need, I do need extra material. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Scotty never met a B-side he didn't like. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Hey, I got a lot of fucking hours at that studio, dog. I can't start re-listening to episodes of The Incomparable. Huh. So uh, let's hit on the highlights on Friday at the con. So right. uh, I, I definitely was a lot – I was more nervous than I expected to be with the first panel, uh, leading up to the show, knowing I was moderating a couple panels, I had zero nerves because those things generally don't bother me. But once we got there that day, you I started getting, a little shook. I was a little shook because, yeah. you know, like, in real talk. So the way it worked was volunteered to, to moderate because they needed some help as a thank you because we're not art. Well, Vince is an artist, but I'm not an artist. I can't give them a piece of art for the auction. So I said to Rico, how can we thank you for the generosity? And he said, well, how about you moderate some panels? Ergo, we did. Uh, the one which we'll talk about on Saturday was, was, was my idea. I pitched it, which was awesome. But the other two were just panels that they had already set up. And then they said, Hey, do you want to, can you moderate these for us? So Friday's panel was labeled Deadpool and Harley Quinn. <laughs> and it was a panel where I was moderating a two person setup of Terry Dodson and Fabian Nicieza. Now, much love to both artists, and it was fun, but as we were approaching the, the witching hour of the panel, I began getting shook because I kept thinking, I mean, like, 
are people going to show up to this thinking it's all Harley and Deadpool focused? And then do people maybe think that they're the creators of said characters? Uh, is this going to be odd? Are people going to get up and walk out when <laughs> if we start talking about other things? And honestly, they don't have a lot in common because, I mean, Terry's still a very in-demand working artist for sure. But as we talked about at the show, he did an, an important early run of Harley Quinn, but he wasn't the creator of Harley. Harley Quinn was created in the, in the cartoon, and then he wasn't the first guy to draw. I and mean, I think most people would think of Adam Hughes as, as, as the, when they think of Harley Quinn or, 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 um, or, or Bruce Tim or something like that. Um, for sure, Bruce Tim, for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. So, so it was a little odd, right? In that, in that I think of Terry, I, I love Terry. I think he's an amazing, amazing artist, but, but I think of Terry for the, 30 years of amazing stuff he's done. One thing of which was a Harley Quinn run. Um, so that was a little odd. And then Fabian, of course, is technically the co-creator of Deadpool, as it says on his, 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 his band. But that being said, and Fabian acknowledges this, he really doesn't do much mainstream comic work anymore. He works on the, the corporate, like private labeling side. So I was just worried what we were going to talk about, but uh, but it ended up being fine. I think it ended up being fine. Um, you know, it was a nice crowd, more a bigger crowd than I expected, and uh, I really just just quickly told those guys when they got there that I was just going to open it up and talk about their careers in general, and um, and that's what we did. So um, so yeah, I, I, but so I, I shook off the the nerves from that one and got that out of the way, and then the other two were were much smoother and and, and a lot of fun. Right, so. and during that talk, Terry Dodson dropped an unbelievable bomb yes wait yes and if you would like to hear that you should hit us up on patreon because no 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 i'm I'm not a hustler but i'm just saying that was something that it's still inconceivable to me that someone could do that and you don't give that away I love it. You know what I'm it saying? It was a shocking revelation. Yeah. The whole room Look at was, you and your dice game. That's Look right. Look at your dice love game. It. Learn from the best. Um, the dice game is strong, son. But no, I thought so what, the, else, what else happened on the Friday that was Well, wait, wait, wait. You don't don't oh. go by the panel so quickly. Okay. Um, we're sitting down there, and uh, Dap and I got there a little late, and I fired up the – maybe like five minutes late. But it, it, the, plan, the panel proper started around the time we sat down. So I fired up the recorder. And I and I I get myself all comfortable and I look up, and Fabian is eating a hoagie, yeah, a wrap, uh, like a wrap, a wrap or something. Yeah. Like on the panel while the while it's going on, he's he he's was. just like, rawr, rawr, rawr. and and Terry does it. Just kept looking over like, what is going <laughs> on? <laughs> yeah, is, is this a catered panel? It was funny though, but uh, J- Jason's just trying to trying to you know keep it all all tight, and and Fabian's just chowing down. It was great. He's munching. Mm-hmm. Oh, that he He's munching, all right. Yeah. But uh, uh, what other highlights on Friday at the show? Well, I mean, aside from, uh, well, this was uh, this was a a um, not going to say weak because it definitely wasn't weak on the art front, but this wasn't an art heavy uh, con for me. Um, that's true. No, that's, yeah, I, it, was, it was surprising. I, I think part of that is because I, I, I rarely do pre-orders. I think the last time I did pre-order was like Wizard World 06. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really hit anybody up. I, I tend to wing it as we get there. And, um, you know, as long as Jason doesn't beat an artist too badly, I try to swoop in and at least get some scrap. <laughs> so the, um, I, I, 
the pre-orders may have thrown me off, but I think what it mostly was, uh, was the fact that I pretty much stuck close to Vince and, and I was going to say, the, normally uh, you're my wingman on the art front yeah, this time, yeah. not as much because you were Vince's wingman on the paper front, oh, which I loved. That was I, yeah. It, I loved it. It was such a good time. It was perfect. The, the, uh, and plus you all, you already had, you, you had, uh, you had Cliff and Justin in the pit with you. You guys had said, yes. I mean, I, I got into that, that, that Twitter conversation late, oh, but I see I mean, how you guys, it's really Vince, right? So you guys pretty much had, um, you you had everybody in your skites and and uh, knew exactly who was doing what for y'all what JMP so everybody was pretty much covered but yeah it was I mean it's not like I was the kid in the middle of a divorce but it was I I just it was it was a really good time for Vince it was you know he, Vince was doing his thing and I was like I I never because even when it was just Jason and I going to Heroes I still wasn't coming home with a lot I, I wasn't leaving there with with tons of books this i i, I came home with a a shitload of comic books and and that's even even or even new york or when we've you know gone to chicago i never come home with this many and and right. it was uh, so it was it, it was being caught up in the moment it was you know i mean i i'd look for some things and then i'd get a text from vince if you know he, he's over i was the one time i was hanging with jason and then uh I got a text from Vince and, and he's like, you know, I found a dude who's got quarter books. And so I knew exactly where Vince was. I made, it was a few times I was able to get a text because AT&T is not a, uh, is, is not a carrier that, uh, the, the Charlotte convention center takes kindly to. So it's a, um, it's, I found Vince and we both pretty much hit the mother load there. I don't know how many books Vince bought for at least 60. Comics oh, from more more like a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I I just it was um, Friday. It was um, aside from walking the floor. It was I finally after all these years of um, of podcast and and texts uh, finally met Mr. Derek Coward. Yep. Um, the events did as well and. Uh, because we were actually we 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 saw him and then we were just basically following him up and down the aisles until uh, he finally realized who was following him. Um, saw saw Stewart again for the for the first time in a long time. Um, but it was uh, it was I mean Saturday was the crazier day I think. Yeah, I think it was Saturday when 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 we got uh, hit up with a few folks. But um, you know, I just before we move on from Friday, I have mm-hmm. to next year. I have to do a better job of budgeting my dealer to artist alley ratio because I obviously Friday I was booked. Oh yes. I, I was bookstruck and I was just like, whoa, trying to get as much covered and, and you know, because those the, the, the deals, while there were many, that book you're looking for, chances are very good someone else is going to be looking for it. So that's my mindset on Friday. Like I have to find what I'm what I'm here to find before someone else finds it. Blah blah blah. So um, and I continued that mindset Saturday and Sunday with diminishing returns because obviously all the good stuff is is grabbed first two days. And then I, I'm looking at the all the artists I follow on Facebook like Jim Rugg and Alexis Zirit, and they're they're 
putting up pictures of books that they bought at the show from other artists in, you know, the artist alley. And I'm like, damn, I didn't see that. And especially Jim Rugg. Like, Jim Rugg has a ton of stuff that I would have bought if I only took the time to spread myself out among the artists to the degree that I did among the dealers is what I'm saying. Do you want me to um, – I'm going to be with Jim this weekend at ALA in Chicago. You want me to FaceTime you and see what he has and grab you something? No, no, no. Not just specifically from Jim Rugg. The the, uh, bo- the books that Jim Rugg bought. I just offered you a pretty baller deal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll t- he, he knows I love him. Um, but <laughs> yeah. It's it's just it, – I have to split it. I just can't right. skew one side or the other. Scotty, how was your Friday? Um, it was good. I mean, you know, I, I kind of do the same thing uh, at cons now where I get there first thing in the morning. Um, Drew, you know, my, my buddy, my, my local buddy here and, and my con assistant, um, helper monkey, he calls himself. <laughs> I've never called him that, but that's what he tells everybody he is. Um, but, uh, Drew's a buddy of mine from around here. He's, he lives about 30, 40 minutes from here. Shout out to and, Drew uh, and his lovely wife. Yeah. Drew Brown and Kate, his wife is there. They were, uh, they were there, uh, they, he, he, they've been with me for a while now at, at Heroes, but, um, he, you know, he has everything set up for me when I get there. So we sit right, I sit right down and, and, uh, and there's usually always a line waiting and we jump right in and people start rolling the dice and having books signed and, um, and I do about a two and a half to three hour block of, of signing slash sketching and it, it is basically wall to wall for that three hours. Um, and, and this year with this year, I don't know, you guys saw, this was the first year that I did this. And I mean, this is the first year I did this since like early in my career where if you rolled the dice and you got a sketch, I did it for you right there. Um, I didn't oh. put you on a, I didn't put you on a list. I didn't go off and scurry off to another table or, or back to the hotel to draw my, my plan this time. I, I tried it in Megacon and it really worked out well for me was I was just like, you know what? None of this list stuff, like. If you get a sketch, and I've priced the sketches at a place to where it's not a big burly sketch, it's a, you know it's a lighter sketch, but it's also cheaper than I've ever done sketches. So it's at a great place to where while I'm sketching, we're going to interact, we're going to talk about your kids, we're going to you know we're going to have so it actually we're going to have a like a fun time together while I'm working on the sketch, which it's actually fun for me because I, I, I'll be honest, there's nothing fun about. Uh, being stressed out about how many sketches I have to do possibly at the hotel that night or, you know, if I have to wake up earlier in the morning to get a few done that I didn't get done. Um, there's no fun in that. So, uh, this, it was really cool. So I, you know, I do a three hour block and then I'll take an hour or two off and grab lunch. Uh, Fridays out or two hour in between my, my two, I do two three hour blocks during the day. Uh, but the two hour, two hour break that I usually take, um, was not a break this time. I like shoved some chicken breasts down my face uh-huh. and, and uh, yeah, I just, and then went straight up to what you guys saw. I don't know if we, we've told everybody yet, but at heroes con, there is a, um, there's a live art stage yes. where, uh, you know, they, they do a great job. They have a table full of paint and markers and paper towels and brushes and, uh, you know, illustration board and, and all, the whole nine. And, um, so the two hour break in between my two, three hour blocks, I actually went to the stage and did a, did a very large painting, uh, for the auction the next night. Um, so yeah, Friday was like kind of wall to wall from, from about 10, uh, from about 10 to five, uh, was wall to wall, basically signing and drawing. 
and and I usually cut out you know an hour or two early from the con just to. I mean, I, I think you guys probably see that elevator line gets insane at, at Heroes Con to even get back up to your room, right? Um, no doubt. So I usually dip out about an hour or two early at the con and kind of re- regroup and and try to get myself back into a place to be like, okay, now it's time to go get dinner. And then, you know, you go you go hard in the paint all night, right? Where'd you go to dinner? Think, um, Friday night we did um, – I think we did a barbecue spot. Uh, just a local barbecue spot with Latour and, and, you know, he's, he's a local and, and took us over some places. Um, and then we did, uh, yeah, we did a barbecue spot. Then we came back to the hotel. Oh no. After that, we went to a spot called the thirsty beaver. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind it was, of place. It, does. No, it was, it's like a, it's like a, um, uh, it is, it's like this little dive bar here is, is, Fucking hilarious, right? So this little dive bar, you know, they sell Paps and Bud Light. There's like nothing special about the drinks or anything like that. But the decor in there is crazy. They've got this crazy like Lionel Richie lenticular bolted to the wall. That's hilarious. Well, it's not me you're looking for. Dude, it was so funny. Um, uh, and then we – so – but I didn't notice when we got dropped off there at the at first after dinner. But once we got there – we went in. Oh no, that's right. Friday night I went to dinner with. The, I didn't do barbecue. That was Saturday night. Friday night I went with Hickman and Mike Huddleston, and we went to a little local spot that was really good. Uh, oh nice, like, like a Mimosa Grill or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, it was really good. But then we met up with everybody at the Thirsty Beaver. Now I didn't notice this when we first got dropped off, but we walked in. This is this little local dive bar, really cool. Drank there for a couple hours with Stephen Green and in uh, that night I met one of my new best friends in the world. I love this guy and I love his wife. But uh, I, I, we hung out with Greg Hinkle and his wife. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I I clicked so hard with that guy so fast. I absolutely love that guy to death. And I I lo- I might love his wife more on in, in a completely uh, non. Uh, gross way. <laughs> nice. She's, she's awesome. She's hilarious. She gave Greg shit all night. It That's was so perfect. fun. It was so fun, and she's so funny. Um, and then when we were leaving, I turned around, and um, when I turned around, I died laughing because it looked like I was in a real life. Has have you guys all seen the movie Up? Right. Yes. Y- yes. <laughs> so you know at the beginning of Up, like Carl's house. It's got that little blocky house in the middle of these giant in, – in the middle of construction high-rises. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. And this bar, the the Thirsty Beaver, was like this little square brick building, like this tiny-ass building. And then once I stepped back and looked, behind it and beside it was a giant in-construction like condo complex. Nice. And, but, and then they said, oh, yeah, they wouldn't sell. So the Thirsty Beaver would not sell and this condo complex was oh, forced nice. to build – Build around them, so it's like notched in this giant fancy new condo complex, and this place is the diviest of dive bars. I it love is it, so dope. Um, so yeah, I think we just did that, and then I feel like this was Friday because it's all starting to blur together at this point. I can't remember if it, I'm fairly certain Friday night might have been. We did a Waffle House one night. I can't remember. Which uh-huh. one, what, 
I can't remember. I, I did my first Waffle House on the way down. To no, that's Thanks. yeah. It wasn't. I don't. It, it was like an offshoot, non-franchise. Oh, it was busted. It was. It was. Yeah. The worst. It was the fringes of the Waffle House. It, there, there wasn't because it didn't even have the real Waffle House individual lettered sign. Yeah. It was, it was jank. It was yeah. busted. But anyway, well, our waiter for, was for, was a, a man on the edge trying to claw his way back. He was, he, was one, he was one wrong look away from from, yep. from seriously people. He had the camo hat on and everything. He was ready to. Uh, Hey guys, he worked next door at the gun He's store. trying to make America great again, I think. Yep. Um, <laughs> Friday night was, uh, I would say, Friday night was our best meal for sure. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Although uh, not without a few stars. So sh- sh- shout outs to our boys, Cliff and Justin, who who I think we all agree uh, are now a uh, part of the family. Um, yep. We've hung out with them in prior heroes, but we really we really uh, spent mo time with them this this time, and they're both North Carolina boys, and so. They were they were they were raving about for months. They've been raving about that place, Saucemans. And, and I'm sure it's great. I mean, yeah, we hopped, sure we hopped with some Ubers, took grabbed two Ubers, rolled to Saucemans because it was a uh, more in the the, the burbs part of uh, of North Kakalaka. And uh, get out, nice little setup. Got drinks. They got some dope queue up on the menu. We made we placed our order. We go up to place our order. The, the fetching young lass that's uh, working the the, the the register says. No problem, but we're out of what were they out of? Oh that? wait, you Chicken. want you wanted to pick three? Oh yeah. no, dude, this is the place that we ate on Saturday. You went to Saucemans <laughs> on Saturday. Okay, great. Is that what it was? It was in a really long building. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. like out, outdoor picnic tables. Was, yes. 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 Yeah, 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 we ate. There, yeah, we ate there Saturday. They were straight was, up out of everything. Was, okay. That, so, dude. Well, okay. So, so you're you're, you're, you're you're burying the lead here. We get there on Friday, <laughs> and our boys have been racing. You know what? I I don't think I don't think they're ready for for Heroes Con. They nah. need to be ready for Heroes Con weekend. So we didn't realize they closed at nine because it's the South apparently closing. Well, we wouldn't. We're not from there. They no, just I know. So we get there at eight thirty. We roll up to the front to order. The the nice again fetching young lady says to us that they're out of uh, pork, right? No, no, no. They're, no said, they're, they're out of uh, chicken. They're out of you, you wanted. You wanted the brisket, the pork, the pulled pork, and the sausage. Because she says, no, "Okay, we're out sausage. of we're out of huh." I'm not. I'm not uh, sausage, then you said. But... Then you said chicken. Yeah. But, but you wanted to pick three. Jesus. And she and she's like, "Okay, well, we don't have chicken." So you're like, "All right, well, then I'll just get." So so then yeah, the she whole was chicken and sausage because yeah. I was like, "Why well, don't?" And then I'm like, "Okay, I'll take and, the ribs and, and the, the pork brisket. and the brisket." And then Dap was feeling kind of close, similar to that. Everyone was in line, and then. Dude, who I guess is one of the chefs, rolled up and whispered in her ear, and then she's all like, we "Oh, we're out of ribs and brisket." No, all we got yeah. left are ribs. What? Wait, all what? Ribs. So it was pork or bust. <laughs> so, so we 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 said, "All right, well, this isn't going to work." So we bounced, and they took us to another Q joint. What was it called? It was called Queen City Q. Yeah, Queen City Q, which was back in the city. And I guess it's, it's a little more. Well, it's 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 like four blocks away from the hotel. We could have yeah. just walked. But I got to tell you. I had a great time. First of all, they had great No, the beer. barbecue place is in the city. It's not in the burbs. It's just not in the downtown business. No, district. you're right. No, right, you're right. 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 Yeah. But it's definitely um, still it's still in Charlotte proper. So yeah. you guys ran out so you went to Saucemans late and didn't have no food either then? We went there on Saturday and they yeah, as soon as we were in line, they they, they were getting pretty punchy on, you know, what we had. Like, ah, I was like, Oh, I'm about ready to get that brisket and then yeah, like, the brisket, of course. Uh, we're definitely out of brisket and then, yeah. Like ribs definitely were on the menu and I was kind of like Listen, people aren't gonna like this, but I'm I'm one person like this. Ribs are my least favorite barbecue thing. Okay, like I love pulled pork. I'm kind of with you there. Yeah, there's not enough meat on them. 
There's not enough meat on him. It's like it's so much work. Mm-hmm. It is. I like the ribs, but I, I mean, I'm yeah. like, you're entitled to not like the ribs. It's, 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 I like, did you I like stay them. Did you stay and get them, or did you? Leave? Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we we ended up doing it. They were out as they, they definitely were out as much as what you were out of. Like, because I, I think I ended up having like the pulled pork and the sausage. And at some point, Ivan Brandon ordered something and they forgot his, oh. and then they ended up bringing it. In, but we didn't all realize how much we ordered, and he ordered way more. By the end of the night, we were like. Like sh- like trying to get Heron to eat more because like a, good? like he ate like a salad. Shocking! That's why he's got a six pack. Yeah, we're at, we're at like a barbecue joint. He ordered a salad. Like the people kind of looked at him like, huh? And then he like, looked we at just... up and he's like, "Tickets to the gun show." Is that what I mean? Yeah, he was like, he was like, oh, "I like the salad." They were like, "We're just kidding. We're just kidding about that menu item." Like uh, that's like legal. Like legally, we were having a salad four months ago. Yeah, legally we have to put that on the menu. But we don't have it. It's the plastic salad. So, so we went to Queen City Q and it was dope. It was dope. It was, uh, it, first of all, it was, food, I thought the food was excellent. And yes. the hush puppy brought the food was excellent. The beers were great. But the only thing was a long, it was a long ass time. And I had to be back because I was doing a podcast that night with Felix. So Felix, uh, Scotty's art rep, Felix Lou. Um, Felix does a podcast that's solely focused on art collecting, uh, the Felix comic art podcast, which I've talked about on the show before. It's awesome. And we had made plans to do the show while at, while in Charlotte and it was going to be Friday night. So we rolled back and then I went straight cause we were running late. I went straight cause we didn't get finished dinner until after 10 o'clock. So I went straight up to Felix's room where they were going to record and then recorded the show and I don't even really know what y'all did. I mean, I know you were at the bar, but. Went, yeah. And I think that's why I'm, um, I'm confusing the days because when we were, I thought it was Saturday when we were all hanging around Jim Rugg's table. But the, the, one of the best and strangest and, and humbling and flattering moments for the con for me all weekend. Jason and I are next to, um, we're talking to Jim Rugg. Having a grand old time, and Hassan is with us. Shout out. And um, and we have uh, and there's a guy to Jason's right, and Jason's like, okay, well, we're not going to monopolize Jim's time. He's got a fan here. Someone wants to talk to him. And homeboy's like, no, actually, I want to say hi to you guys. And he recognized Jason's voice, listener of the show. So Jason is talking, and 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 after we all say hello to him, and and. He then goes on to, to buy something from Jim, but next to him was, or waiting in the wings rather, was Stephen and Sadie Evers and their little boy. And I'm going to let Jason blow your mind with, with, with what Sadie told him. Um, but before that, after we spent a few minutes talking to them, next to Vince was a gentleman name is Michael Ash, yep. who also said, hey, you guys always say, when you see us at a show, make sure you come up and say hi. So we had, boom, 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 three three people, three three listeners, and and their loved ones all say hello to us. Uh, you guys had a line. You had a line at the bar. Yeah. Pretty much. So Hassan was they, fucking yeah. baffled. Hassan was like, <laughs> he was just, he was and y'all, I don't know if you know Hassan, Scotty, but, but Hassan's our good friend, and, uh, and, and he goes a lot of content, and he... Sweetest guy in the world. I mean, salt of the earth. Never, just, just the most. Is he a taller old. guy? 
Uh, he's yeah, he's um yeah. Well, yeah, he, he, hangs with, he hangs out with Chris six, Campbell, six foot six one. Right, 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 right. Yep, yeah. yeah. So he just look, he finally looks at us, and he never he's so well. He, he just looks. He goes, "What the fuck?" He's like, "What is going on?" He's like, "Are you?" He's like, "This is ridiculous." And and you know, listen, it's 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 it's, it's, it's this is not Scotty Young celebrity level, but it was quite humbling. But to but to to, to Dap's point. So Stephen and his wife and his, and his child were there, and then Stephen was, I think, talking to David and 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 Vince and and Rug, and I was trying to engage his wife in conversations. Um, so because you know a lot of times, like that's one of the weird things about cons. I feel like a lot of people bring their significant other, and you always wonder if they're ready to kill themselves, like if they're just there because their their significant other wants to be there. Um, so I was chatting her up, and I said, "Oh, it's so nice to meet you. It's always great to. I'm glad you guys said something." And then I said, "Oh, is it your? Have you been to Heroes before?" No, it's our first time. Great. Um, I said, where are you from? We're from Pensacola, Florida. And then she says, in fact, this is our first ever con. And I said, oh, man. I said, well, you picked the best place. You're going to be spoiled. You picked the best first place to have a con. I said, so what brings you here? And she said, no. She's like, actually, she's like, the reason we came to this con specifically is to meet you guys. <laughs> and I was like, if I was if I was drinking at the time, I would spit it all over her face in incredulity. And I said, "Wait, wait, wait! Pardon me. Did you say that again?" And she said, "No." She's like, "My husband is such a fan of you guys that he said that he wanted to go to a con, and he knew you guys were going to be here, so we came to this to meet you." And I just was floored because, again, you know, we are not set up in our Sally. We don't have a product to sell, so I felt a tremendous sense of almost duty and guilt in the sense that I thought, wow, this has got to be the most anticlimactic reason to take a trip <laughs> ever. I mean, Jesus. Um, but it is what it is. And I hope. Like, did y'all, did you talk to her and be like, oh, it was nice to meet you. And they go, let's go guys. No, 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 no. no, no. We, we saw um, them, uh, we saw them after the, uh, the, the Fabian and Terry panel. And, um, right. and we, um, and Vince and I, and, and I did contemplate whether we should have like, Offered to take him to lunch, or we we did we we didn't at the moment think we we after we're like should we take him to lunch? Should we have bought him a, like souvenir? Like what should we have done? I don't know. Yeah, we should have bought him a souvenir. Oh, here's a yeah. Charlotte spoon. <laughs> <laughs> here's a here's a Charlotte convention center plate. I mean I mean like I don't know like some dope sketch from an artist or something. Yeah, we owe we, we we owe the ever something. Should we? Should we buy them a license plate uh, border? <laughs> you sell those dice for you? Can you sell this off on Sunday late? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, listen! I listen to y'all show. You guys give each other shit. You better. You got to get up in the mix here. No, I hear you. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was pretty crazy. So 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 Friday night, did you 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 two went to the bar, right? We did, and yep. and I didn't. I I we didn't. And obviously, I mean, I don't. I don't know if um. I mean, they, their son was with them, so I don't know if, if they were able to, to get away. We didn't. Vince and I were down there for a while. Um, I definitely did not see them um, downstairs when we were down there. Uh, did see um, Kevin Mellon. He came over because he saw us. He, real quick, real quick before you move past the, that couple. Yep. Yep. On the real, how mm-hmm. dope is that for real? Uh, like it makes nice. you feel insanely yeah. awesome, right? Yes. No. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah, bit scary, that. though. Yeah, but it, no. but it's so it's so surreal. Yes, yeah. that's why it's scary. Because you you and understand you understand that there's the possibility of that, or you under, you guys put on a podcast and you have listeners, you see the numbers, you see there's downloads, you understand the 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 mechanism that illustrates that people know you. But 
on in your on your daily lives, there's not necessarily like a physical reminder in your day to day life, right? Like in our in our all all of our little, it's the same thing, right? Like I get on Twitter, I get on Instagram. There's clearly numbers that prove that people under like know who I am, or they buy my books, and all that makes sense, right? But it's still like screens and numbers and things that are all like intangible. But then you go to a place, and and you don't know. Like I just get a Starbucks before I leave my after I leave my room, and it, I'm a just completely normal person. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's a stranger there who got on a plane some point. Like they had designs to be where they were in front of me at some point, and right. I don't care how long that that goes on. That is never not awesome and weird and crazy and funny and scary and all right. the stuff at once. It is constantly like that over and over. So that's why I was asking like how awesome did that feel when you're like, holy shit, like this person got in a car. He talked his wife into a trip. Their kid was with them. They've got a hotel room, right. like the, the whole business. And like this is their moment right here, right? Right. Like, I mean out of the three of us, I'm the least receptive to that kind of stuff because – I'm like, wait a minute. You came to talk to us? Like, so I, I, I don't think the payoff for all their, for all their efforts. Jim Rugg, right? There. Yeah, is, is all that great. You know what I mean? So I, I feel a little, a little strange, but you're, you're right. It is nice to be acknowledged. And I, see, I, I would try to give them something back. Yeah. In, of equal weight for the, the effort that they expended to at least yeah, but get, you know what the equal you know what the equal weight is to those people? Hmm. Just you. That's weird. Like, Stop. Like yeah. you, you yeah. sitting there yeah. drinking a beer and talking about comics. Like in that let me give you a tip. In that instance, if you ever feel awkward you don't want to talk about, just ask them, "Hey, what are you reading?" Right. Cuz that's why they're there in a sense. Because we all we all love comics, right? Yes. Like yes. We all love comics. That's why we're all coming together. So at any moment when I get to that place where I'm like, I feel like this is an awkward scenario right now. I don't know what to do. And I'll be like, hey, what comic books are you reading? Right, and yeah. all of a sudden it, we're all off to the races at some point because that's our right. common ground. Right? right. Like, I think we need to formulate some kind of strategy just to give back in, in a case like that. Like, yes, we did meet them again over the course of the weekend. But it would have been nice if we just sat down. And just like had a beer or something, and just talked to them, and and at least gave them something. Well, I you agree. guys should. Do, I mean, I, I thought yeah. you guys, don't you guys do like meetups and stuff? We, we, we always we it, do. It's, it's hard to organize because well, with one thing, it's cell reception isn't always the best, but it, yeah. it's very hard to try to say okay, we're all because also we're not from the area, so we wouldn't know, you know, if, if there's a place nearby that we could make reservations for. Um, I mean, these all all sound like excuses, but yes, I mean, if we, now that Vince has been there and we kind of have an idea as to how to move forward, because, because the, the, the awesomeness of it is, is now hit Vince and we all know, you know, what Jason and I know what to expect the heroes. We can kind of plan, I think, from here on out. Whatever, whatever place you're going to go to with a con, put out on your, uh, forums. Or what are you guys? What Twitter you guys or whatever now? forms of Slack or yeah, whatever social media. Put out, hey, we're heading to Charlotte. What yep. listeners in? If there's any listeners in Charlotte, hit us up. Then 
at some point you guys are going to realize like, oh, I didn't know, you know, Monkey B or whatever was from Charlotte. <laughs> have him help you like facilitate the no, best sure. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like in C2E2, just- C2E2, Chris, Chris uh, uh, Revkin right, exactly. put together uh, a drink up at a bar, which was dope. And we – no, I, I think with Charlotte we didn't think about it because we figured most people end up at the Westin Bar anyway. So we just right, said we'll be at the Westin right. Bar. But by the way, one of our goals on Patreon are real live Bacchanals. <laughs> if, what? If we what? Read- if we reach a certain goal, the three of us will we will put we are committing to live get-togethers at whatever convention we attend, and we'll pick up the bar tab. Yeah, and you, you know you Baller. both you and Dap have to promise not to sit in a corner like curmudgeons like you always do. That's and, hilarious. And at least you know, like do what <laughs> I do. Make, make your ass hey. around the room, talk to people. Oh hey, Vince was God. the one popping off at the West and like, what's up? What's up, Hickman? What's oh, up? Tonight, tonight, yeah, you saw him, sure. Yeah. No, right. and I actually right, right again the next night. I was talking to Eric, I was just about to talk to Eric Larson. He's like, "Hey just man." He's like, "Hey man, what's up?" And and I, I was going to say, "You have lost your damn mind." And mm. I and I think it was either Daniel Warren Johnson or it could have been Scotty. Like somebody came between point A and point B and distracted me and I and I started talking to them and, and like I, I I never got to to have that conversation with Eric Larson. Cuz I was actually talking to people. Mhm. Strange, strange ass shit. I love it, dude. I gotta tell you, like I, one thing, Jason will tell you this. I always like I have I love you to death. And then when I see you at con, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if Vince likes me. Oh, because stop. I'm not kidding. Right, Jason, back me up. True. No, because I, it, because at cons you get kind of like oh, I'm just here, like I'm, I'm just chilling. I get overwhelmed. It's too right. much. It's too much sensory input for me. New York is just it. too much, and and right. I, I, yeah, I don't know if it if it's a process of age, but when the noise level in the room gets to the point where it is in New York, where it's just like, rah, I can't, I just I shut down. Right, you know? right. Whereas I, tell, I didn't have that problem in Heroes. No, no you definitely no. Didn't. And I, it was it was very apparent. Like seeing you, I just felt like there was a whole different vibe, and you were Agreed. like. Uh, like I'm yeah. in this, I'm enjoying it. Like, I, yeah, I was, I was. No. There was no weight was, on your shoulders. What no. was the first question I asked you when I saw when I saw you on Friday at the con? I was like, well, so what is it? What do you think? And you were like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> like, like because that's all. Like I was just like, Vince is here. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I just want to know. Right. Wow, is Vince this place? Yeah. For the record, don't ever ask that question again because you are one of my favorite people on the planet. And I'm not nice. bullshit. Uh, oh, uh, well, I, I, hey, listen, get on. Let's get on a separate Skype in a minute. And that's, uh, yeah, you two just. Oh you know, shit! It's like I, that now. Right? My dog. I'm, I'm deleting. I'm deleting our Vince, text messages. No. Vince, Vince has a new boo. Will and Zach. The uh, <laughs> I, after every after every con, I, I I send text to Jason, and I'm like, yeah. So I I've five. I could name five artists right now. I won't. But I'm like, yeah. So I don't think I don't <laughs> think they. I, I don't think they care about me. It's just, it's true. You I do. Dave, I you do. are prone to that. I am. I absolutely. I'm like, yeah, they don't, they, they, they don't, they don't. Well, like listen, me. part of it is a dynamic though, right? We've talked about this. So for good or for bad, depending on your perspective. And one of the things that we say about our show is I guarantee that most people that listen to the show probably love one of us and slightly to very much dislike one of us. Sure, like yeah. between the three of us, there's a chance yeah. Yeah. they have favorites. There's also things that we talk about that people don't want to hear, and there's things that we talk about that people do, and never the twain shall meet. So I think going, we have to always accept that. But 
I think generally uh, at cons, I am. I think David, you feel that way sometimes because I tend to be more uh, overtly outgoing. No, you take control. People. You do so. So sometimes I will make the point because I've been in communication leading up to the show of like dapping up someone or saying, Hey, it's great to see you. Yeah. And then I think sometimes you mistakenly feel some kind of way if they don't dap you up too. No, 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 no. Cause I'm I not, don't. Yeah. Go ahead. If I don't, I mean, I, if it's, it's, there are times where it's like, well, do I, it's one of those things where I'm not going to introduce myself because dude's seen me like three other times. <laughs> right. it's like, you know, it's like, it's like that, that's just going to be fucking awkward. So I'm just going to hang you out. Do you want me to tell you though from, from my end? I'm going to give you guys a perspective from my end and, and, and maybe, maybe this will carry over to other creators. When you do as many, when you do a lot of shows and then you go back to a show and you recognize like a person or a couple or a group of friends, um, it is very easy because again, you, you are trying to flip through a mental Rolodex that's insanely bursting at the seams. Right, like, sure. Like it is, it is nearly impossible for me to remember people that I've been to their home sometimes. Like, you know, like, like at, at, at times I feel like there's something wrong with me, but at, you, you know, you go to seven, eight, nine, ten shows a year. And at some point you have met so many people, some of them multiple times. And at one point, if they're, if you notice that each time you see this person, they're also with these other two or, you know, whatever, you kind of lump everybody into a group. And you go, I recognize this group. And so it, it, fair or unfair, it, it easily falls into like, you find a point and you just, in your head, you think that you're talking to everyone because to you, you go, I remember you guys as a unit. And so yeah. I'm, I'm speaking to you like a unit, mm-hmm. even though I'm sure that parts of the unit don't feel that way from my end. But like, for me, I know there are times where there are, and you guys aren't the only ones. There are actually a lot of like, groups that kind of like you know will show up at cons year after year and i'm always like you know it's always a struggle to remember to like oh don't just talk to them like they're a hive mind right make sure that you like you know point you know you talk to each one or whatever well Uh, i try and make it easy unless it's a unless it's someone that clearly is a personal friend and there's no question that we know each other i make a habit at conventions to reintroduce myself and generally it'll be followed by dude i know who you are it's good to see you but but just because i don't want to presume and then similarly if the guy if we're all together and i'm the one that first says hello i always make the point of saying these are my buddies and my co-hosts it's true just so that because again and then often they're like oh of course i know how you doing guys but that way there's no awkwardness because if they for a second didn't remember who we are or they didn't remember meeting us all then it just kind of clears the air but i'm uh, a habitual introducer like yeah uh, every There's time no that downside roll, to reintroducing people. The worst thing that happens then right. is people say, dude, I know who you are, man. Come right. on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the worst thing right. that happens. But, but that, I, right. there, you, wait. there are times where I'll, I'll feel like, well, especially if there's a vibe from a dude. And, and there's one artist in particular I'll, I'll <laughs> say afterwards. At, at, uh, but it's, there's one dude who's just like, <laughs> true. Like, exactly. Put it in the message. Put it in the message thing right while you're talking so I can see it. All right. So it's, but it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't know what I did to piss this dude off. And, and I love Now see, you, you, you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy in doing that. <laughs> you, you really are. If, if, if you meet this dude one year and the next year he, he <laughs> for whatever reason, he doesn't, he doesn't, That's you my know, boy, dude. he doesn't rec- no, seriously, he doesn't recognize you by pulling back the way you do. You, you, you're doing that self-fulfilling thing. You got to imprint Dap on this dude. Yeah. 
you got you got to step up and far be it from me to I have these words come out of my fair. mouth, right? <laughs> no, what I'm, what I'm saying is make this dude remember you next year. He will. By, know, this, by, this is going to oh, sound like exactly who I am. I'm not. Yeah, he's been on the fucking show. He's been on the show. It's hilarious. This is going to sound like I am absolutely like a pulling a straight up like be, like defensive cop out or something. But I am going to tell you that sometimes when you actually do know that you've met someone, but you for whatever reason cannot remember their name. Oh yeah, like all the time. your 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 default is like hey, you're almost mad at yourself and you actually crawl away. You're almost like. I feel so fucking bad that I, like I have talked to this person so many times and for some right. reason I can right now the name escapes me and I feel like an utter piece of shit so I have just got to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> well listen yeah. a perfect example of that is Hickman, right? Yeah. You, like you said on on Thursday you right. brought Vince and, and David over to, to hang out with your crew and, and you all, and I walked over. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I presume because I I I've met him enough times but I presume that he doesn't remember us, and I don't think he did. Like I think we had it when we said, you know, hey, thanks again for coming on the show. It was a great episode. We'd love mm-hmm. to have you back on any time that you're ready. I, I yeah. think that is a that's a verbal clue to remind him that he ever did our show. And I'm guessing in that oh, moment yeah. he's like, I did this fucking guy's show. I don't remember doing that. Yeah, but no, I, well, <laughs> again, but no, but it takes did. the awkwardness away, right? Because yeah, right. we've we've reset it, and he can just be like, oh yeah, cool. It, you know, I'm not expecting to remember liner notes from the episode. I, that's right. just clear. Like but you did our show. You, we appreciate it. In yeah. two minutes, talking to Hickman, that's a guy with an electric fence. You're you're only going to get so close to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can, well, I you can tell you, he's I got that guard up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you guys. I told even when you guys were doing this, when he when he actually said to do a show, Jason, you know, we talked. I said it might be tough because he does not like to do, he doesn't like to do interviews. He yeah, doesn't like to yeah. do shows. He it does was a not. Great episode, but he, yeah, he definitely. And well, that, we got. But to your point, we were he. But and and at, actually, at Heroes, he um, he we actually he actually came out and said, I I really don't I don't do press anymore because I don't want the books to be. I don't want it to be about me. Yeah, well, that's and, what he uh, said. He said, yeah, I don't want to talk about the book. We'd love to have you on again if you ever change your mind, but, but much respect. Yeah, so. and I will say this. This sounds like I'm just like, I'm going to be defending, uh, creators all night, but I'm not. Uh, well, yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> I just, I, I just did the thing that you do, right? Where you go, not to, hey, not to be racist, but here's some super <laughs> racist shit, right? Um, it's that thing. No, it's, it's, there is a thing too when you do, if you do interviews or somebody sends you an email and you're like, hey, you want to come on the show? And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. What time? And I like there are so many times that I often like I even get off and I'm like fuck I don't even know what podcast that was like I, I don't like I talk to the people <laughs> but I have like and then then you get me three months away from that and then the same thing will happen they're all like a show like oh man we had a blast on the show then I don't remember the face see like you guys are different because I was friends with you guys before sure. the situation like you know like so I've, like we've come up together so it doesn't feel that way right. but you know there are other ones when it turns into a press situation where you really are like. You gotta kind of ramp yourself up, right? Like, all right, tonight I'm gonna go talk to some strangers. I don't know their personalities. I don't know if they actually like my stuff. I don't know if Image set up an interview with somebody who's just, you know, they're just doing it to keep Image happy. I don't know. You know, you don't, you don't ever know how that stuff's gonna go. So it's kind of like, you start thinking about that stuff and then you forget, like, oh, I probably should have paid attention with the, what the name of the podcast. Well, and again, we're talking about much different spectrums of, of this, but I, I will say, and I don't want to speak for David or Vince, but, it has gotten to the point, good or bad, where I remember early on the come up when we were doing like year one and we'd be at a show, I was, we'd have the press badge and we'd get that question from a creator, uh, oh, you're press, what do you do? And I'd be 
not embarrassed, but I'd be like, well, podcasts aren't even really a thing. They've never heard of us. I'm going to have to explain what we are. Now it's totally different. I, I mean, I, people, if they ask, I say, yeah, we we're, we do a podcast called 11 O'Clock Comics. And right. I'm saying it with the confidence that I'm presuming they've heard of it. And if they haven't, I just be like, that's ah, on them. I don't like feel any need to explain right. it or justify it. It's just it is what it is. And and you yeah. know, that's just with experience, right? So so it's 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 a much easier uh introduction. Like, you know, I guess it's a mental game where it's 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 a different approach if you're saying it where you are positioning it as though if you haven't heard of it, that's on you. You know, versus the other way when it's like you're trying to sell yourself that you even exist and what the relevance of it is. So um, it makes for a different dynamic. I will say before we move on because we're still on Friday. <laughs> um, but I recorded uh, Felix's show Friday night. And I got to say, for a dude that's new to the podcast game, it was humbling. I walk into his room. He's <laughs> full Yams, uh, who's his buddy. Yams has, is the shit, by the right? way. It really yes, is. Exactly. So Yams has fucking wireless, like, professional Hollywood fucking mics. I sit down on the bed, Yams mics me up. And and Felix is like, how y'all do your show? I'm like, uh, we click the Skype button. Yeah, he's <laughs> revealing our secrets. Because um, Felix gave him a compliment. Yeah, Felix, to your credit, though, Vince, said, well, let me tell you something. I am a perfectionist, so forth, so on, and I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I do listen to yours. And I don't know what Vince does, but it sounds super professional. And I said, that is all Vince and the magic of his editing. But, <laughs> but point being, so the wireless mics, I get in there, um, and it was intimidating as fuck because I was running late. I thought it was going to be a round table. I walk in. In the room are, let's see, Felix Yams, and then at the time, three other creators, so I didn't know when I walked in. But, like, five dudes sitting there essentially waiting for me. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. Because I felt like a diva, right? They're, like, literally waiting for me to do this show. I thought I was going to wow. be walking in late. They were already talking. Uh, stop it. Tell them um, so What? I said, tell them, Dap. What? Dap's always the one's like, oh, 9-10. Jason's on time. <laughs> I know. But anyway, I walk in, and I thought we were just going to be recapping heroes and talking about art in general, roundtable. But Felix runs his shit correct. So he 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 literally silenced the room and then interviewed me for a good forty minutes, and even someone tried to interject a question and he cut them off and said, "No no no, we got a roundtable coming. I'm talking to Jason now, and then we're going to hear roundtable." Wow! And uh, it was great though. I mean, he's super professional, especially for a guy that's new to the podcasting game. Um, Felix is so hardcore about his business, dude. Like, no dude, joke. Well, listen, no. man. But hey, but honest, but real talk, and I've said this before. This is why I think in a relatively short period of time, he's become a force to be reckoned with, right? Because he's professional and he takes it seriously. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so, but it was a great time. And the other dudes, I did want to shout them out because, um, and, and you probably know them, Scotty. I bet at least some of them bought art from you because they're all OG hardcore collectors. But, uh, but aside from Felix and Yams, it was, uh, it was Ben o Rothschild, um, Shannon Slayton and, uh, Jimmy Lawrence. And, uh, they all have amazing collections as well. For those of you that, that don't know them, check them out on, on comic art fans. But then we all ended up chatting about art for another probably 45 minutes to an hour, just general stuff. And, uh, it was a blast, but it was almost close to one o'clock probably by the time I wrapped up and left his room. And so I just rolled right out. back to, yeah, I rolled back to the hotel room. I was half hoping I was going to walk in and they weren't going to be in there. And then I was going to be all psyched. I was going to roll down to the to the bar and set it off. But I opened the door. Kevin Hart comedy specials on TV blaring, and Daft Punk's and Vince is snoring. Or no, dude, Vince you should have came back down. You you could have rolled to the fucking Waffle House with us. Nah, well, you know, by that time I was like, all right, uh, we'll, 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 he just he just, 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 just makes time. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Jason just straight big time me hardcore. Yeah, he did. Seriously, I went to sleep. My boys were asleep. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to sleep then. First of all, Vince, Vince doesn't snore. No, yeah, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, that, that was snoring. You were just sleeping. Sorry, I don't. I don't know how y'all share. I don't know how y'all share. Um, we don't. We don't get comp presidential suites, fam. Oh no, Scotty, right. sharing oh, a room is the I know best. Jason. Jason would definitely. Jason's house changes directions like five times. He, he's talking about getting a comp on a room. I saw aerial views of his. His house looks like a David Bowie's labyrinth. <laughs> But no, the, the reason why we we share the room is because the con keeps on going. Yeah. When we when we leave the con uh, floor and we go back to the room, it. it's like boom. Listen, I in. get it. We we all chill in somebody's room until we don't. But I'm just, so like <laughs> like when I first started bringing Drew, uh, when I first started bringing Drew on at, at, to kind of help me at cons, I was like. You know, we're just gonna go. We'll share rooms. We'll be kind of what you like. We'll be boys. We'll drink. We'll like sit up and talk or whatever, whatever. And then that, like the first con we did it, it actually was Charlotte. Like the first year was Charlotte, and we shared the room. And that motherfucker, like Mad Max Fury Road snores, like like he's like the Immortem Joe or something. Like, Like it was. So maddening. And this isn't – I'm saying it publicly because I confronted him was like, Drew, I love you, but we will never share hotel rooms again. Like this was <laughs> the fucking worst. <laughs> so, so past that, I was like, that's part of – that's like like if, if if I have a writer at all, like that's my thing. It's like, no, you just got to get my boy Drew a hotel room and we're square because <laughs> I cannot share a room with any anybody anymore. I'm like, awesome. I got to – yeah. And then Saturday we were back at it again. Uh, more books, more art. Um, did we step out for lunch that day? Uh, Friday is when is when we stepped out to the Yale house. No, I know that. But did we step out for lunch on, on I Saturday? I don't think so. No, I, no, we didn't eat lunch on Saturday. No, you know what? Because I had the, uh, right. the art panel at uh, at 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 eleven thirty. So yes, and then you guys uh, right. about that Bojangles life. No, we no, man, we, like I, we we hosted the uh, the original art panel. So, uh, which was dope. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was it was Daniel Warren Johnson, uh, myself, Felix, and a gentleman by the name of Jeff Singh. Who has a retarded collection? It's ridiculous. Uh, Jeff had five thousand pieces of art until not until about a year ago when he sold fifteen hundred of them. Uh, five thousand pieces. Just for the record, that five thousand. That's a big collection. Uh, and I think we yeah. So and 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 uh, Vince recorded it again. I did. Uh, so uh, I think it's that's well. I know it's already been put up on the pa- on the Patreon. I downloaded uh, that shit because I'm a patron. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but uh, I think that went really well. Um, there was, was a lot of fantastic. interest, and we've already got ideas for next year. I think we're going to have a couple giveaways next year to pack the house. We had a good turnout, but I think you know people love free shit. So if we have a couple sketches or or pages that we're going to give away, I think we'll get a real packed room and. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Rico told me the feedback was great for us. So if if I, if we want to host it again next year, it's on. So uh, I think you guys need to. Thing. I think I think you guys need to make heroes in every year thing. Oh, it is. Well, yeah. To, yeah. Be fair, listen, yeah, yeah. to be fair to, to David and I, we've been three of the last four years. That is true. That is true. Yeah. So I sit down for the OA panel, 
And, you know, David and I are getting set and we're setting the, the, the levels and recording and all that. And Daniel Warren Johnson comes over to me and he goes, stand up. I'm like, what? He goes, stand up and, and hold your arms like this. Like you have a big broadsword in your hand. You go, no, no, no. Put, put your leg like this. And he took a picture of me. He used me as a model for one of his sketches. Yeah, Girl, boy. How awesome. But then he came over at the end and he said, nah, the, the arms weren't working right and I, I had to change it. And I'm like, so I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm euphoric. And then I'm like, well, I still had this the, is, I still had the experience of posing for Daniel Warren Johnson. Yes. Can I, I, I want, I feel like whatever money that you guys make on the patron, Patreon, oh boy. You, you need to kick me. <laughs> I feel like you guys need to give me a little something because where are we going with this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because the amount of times that you guys say Daniel's name now on your podcast is amazing. And if you guys remember, you go way in the way back machine. I remember. And we go way back years ago. This is how long ago? Four years? Speak on it because I got something to say. Go ahead. Four years. And you said, oh, <laughs> you said, who is the next dude? What, what, what did I say? Yeah, Jason? Yes, you said Daniel Warren Johnson. But what I said, I said, if this dude wants it, he's going to – I said, I don't know what his designs on this industry are, but if he wants it, he will rule us all one day. And is he – I actually said – I used that as a blurb for his book. That was like I said once on a podcast that he would rule this world and he is well on his way. And am I, was I right? Like you guys, like we all love him now, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I He's think freaking genius. He is. He is he without is. question one of the most in demand uh, commission artists on the planet right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were big. Uh, Hickman and I literally were like uh, at the bar at the same time, emailing the Marvel variant cover guy, like being like, "Hey." Hook Daniel Warren in front of Daniel. Like, we're like, get Daniel Warren Johnson on covers right now. And mm -hmm. then, uh, he emailed us back and was like, holy shit, this dude's dope. No doubt, no doubt. Now, I, I like what you're saying. So, you know what? We will kick you back a bit to the Patreon. And the same percentage, <laughs> you figure out the, you know, you figure out the percentage you want. Okay. Tell me the percentage. Yeah, off, off I just need a flat rate. I just want it like a, just a quick, like a, like a, like a dinner. No, no, we'll do percentage because here's why. We'll do percentage. You name the percentage. <laughs> and then not. I'll take the same percentage okay. of the book of your next creator-owned book based oh. on me introducing you to your creative partner. Oh, that's true. Good good on you. Oh, that is, what's up, player? No, that is – you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because that oh, is – that is for real. I remember mm -hmm. that morning – Yep. I remember that morning so vividly. I'm going to tell you what I did that morning. You guys were on your show. You guys were talking about – which actually sucks that he was not there. He's always at that place. I know. He couldn't make he's, it to he's, here. He's always at Heroes. You guys were on your show. I don't know if you're allowed to say who it is because I don't know that you're – I'm going to say it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't care. It's not really announced yet, but I'll, I'll say – I'm not going to say oh, what shit, the book exclusive is. exclusive, Vince. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say what the book is, but it's going to be I'll, – I'll, I'll, I'll say who I'm working with. Um, I was on the – I was in my car driving to the studio one morning. Stopped off to get some breakfast in the drive-thru, uh, and you guys were at that moment talking about, uh, Sabretooth Swordsman. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what a bizarre <laughs> sounding book. And it while, cause the drive-thru was kind of slow. So while in the drive-thru, I looked up the image on my phone and was like, this looks dope as shit. Ordered it on Amazon. 
on the phone while you guys were still in the middle of talking about it. Got it. Absolutely loved it. Then met him at Heroes Con that year, like shortly after that. Um, and no, yeah, it, wasn't, now, it was a Heroes because was I was Heroes. at his table yep. looking at his, his, yeah. his Sabretooth art, trying to talk him into selling one page he wouldn't sell me. Yep. And uh, in retrospect, I wish I had bought the page. He did give me a price, and I balked it at the time. But And then he said it. We were sitting there, and he said, well, you know Scotty Young, right? And I said, yeah, he's our boy. And he was like, oh, my God, I would just love to meet him. And I said, well, get up off your table, fam. Let's yeah, go man. meet the man. Yeah, but he – so, so like, now all the – I mean, I, I was an instant fan of his stuff, adore his stuff, uh, love him as a dude. And he, you know, he has the script – he has the first issue script – of a of a upcoming image book that he and I are doing together, um, you know I brought him in. Uh, I, I was I got him in on Rocket. I wanted you know he did an issue of Rocket Raccoon and Groot with me, mm-hmm. um, I, because of how much I love his stuff and and he's like one of those dudes where I'm like I gotta I gotta work with him now before he's far outside of my reach right because he's mm-hmm. like like he's so dope but uh, yeah so Aaron Conley that's good I, you know what. I was like, what is he get ready to elbow me with? But that's not even an elbow, man. That's like a that's a beautiful hug right there. Like, yes, sir. Like, like throwing yeah. some Aaron, like introducing me to Aaron Conley is amazing. I think there's a little right. bit of revisionist history going on here. Well, uh, how do you figure? I was on the saber two swordman tip before <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I, I'm talking about you guys in in total. Like, no, no, like no. So guys- that's what I'm saying. The the progression of events. I brought Sabretooth Swordsman to the show. Jason's like, oh, shit, this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then, see, that's the dot. So if that percentage is like oh, we'll, split, see, we'll split it. Just so you know, we're – I'm going to give EOC, it to the I'm show. I'm talking EOC player. E- yeah, EOC, I'm going to give it to the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, bring it then. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to give it that. to the show. Do you, uh, Scotty, do you know any of those cats that I mentioned though? Like, do you know Shannon Slayton or, uh? <laughs> uh listen. <laughs> I know what he's doing. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Well, I don't know names. So like, the way, if, like, oh. if I saw the, if I saw their, if I saw them in person, there's a very good chance that I would. But mm-hmm. it's nothing personal. I'm going to sound like such a dickhead. But mm-hmm. I, I, listen, if anybody reads I Hate Fairyland, there is a fucking section where Gert meets a person, and I wrote, I wrote something that's probably the most autobiographical thing I've ever written in my life, and it is Gert literally saying, "I did not listen to you when you explained who you were because." I'd never do. I'm so busy thinking about introducing myself to you that I forget to listen to you introducing yourself to me, and then I'm fucked for the rest of our relationship because I do not know your name. <laughs> like so, yeah, it yeah, is a, yeah. it's it's a real problem. Like I'm not a person who says, "Oh, I'm bad with names." I'm not bad with names. I just don't pay attention when people introduce themselves. Right, and that's what I love to get back to Heroes Con. I try and listen when people are talking to me at a con like New York. It's impossible. To pay attention. Mm-hmm. Where at Heroes, I actually retained some information this time right. around. So, all good. It's all good. Well, so where are we at? Saturday? You got, are I we think we're Saturday at Saturday. We're yep, Saturday. we're at Saturday, yeah. Was Saturday night the night of the auction? Any highlights, Dap? Say again? Any highlights at the show before we roll the auction? Um, I'm trying to... Uh, no, I, I have everybody who... I got to say hi to and and the big the the anticlimactic meeting doesn't happen until uh, th- does that happen Sunday events or no, does that happen that was Saturday that was Saturday, that was well, Saturday not, we were talking oh, yeah 
We'll, we'll we'll talk about it afterwards then. But it's uh, no, no, no. Why don't I, you? No, 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 no. Because because it'll. I, I want to talk about some other creators, but um, I I do want to before we get even further away from it. I really am sorry. I did not write down the gentleman's name who um, you spoke to, Jason, Saturday at Jim Rugg's table. I want to say it was oh, it was yeah. it was John. I, I I really really am sorry. Um, so I don't mean to bring the room down, but no, we can go right into the um. Right into the auction because that's before the auction actually is when we met the Seneca brothers. Yes, that, Dude, the Wilson, sorry, Wilson, the Wilson brothers, Seneca brothers, and Seth. Yeah. Seneca yes. and Seth, yeah. They are uh, they 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 were hilarious, absolutely hilarious guys, and very drunk. And they were very drunk. I am too, which is why I said Seneca instead of Wilson. But I'm sorry. But uh, but yeah, they they came up and said what's up to us right before the auction got underway, and then ended up sitting with us. Um, we had. They, this was the most fun I've had at an auction for sure. Um, not not the least of which was was Vince Vince Bizzle being there. But we had great seats. We had the we had a whole crew with us, which was fun. Um, you know, we we had three of us. We had my boy Don Mock. Yep. Um, we had the the Wilson brothers. Uh, then we had Felix we had, and Yams in front of us. We had we had uh, Rod behind us. Yep, exactly. Uh, we had um, Benno and and Gary. Yes. Uh, to left us, we had uh, Hassan. So it just was a nice crew because we we kind of you know we had a little posse this time. We had uh, we the, the blonde chick that the Vince fine, was the to, fine uh, damsel. Oh, in front of us. That, that, I don't know I don't know how fine she was, bro. But yeah, so yeah. that was who. Um, the, the, I'm not going to besmirch the young lady, but <laughs> God damn. But then she got up and moved anyway. So yeah, we were we were a little too annoying AF me. To her, but, I wasn't annoying to her. But, but anyway, here's the story, Scotty. So we're, okay. we're all all of you, all of the the pieces came up for bidding, and and yours was fantastic, by the way, because we not only got to see it created, but and it was it was the finished Stranger Things. Yeah, the, the finished product was like whoa. Um, Thank you. And uh, no, it's great. Uh, so the pieces are coming up for auction. We're like, yeah, it's all right. Or wow, that that that's very good. And then. Um, that domino piece came up and someone in attendance collects domino art, right? So yep. Jason is talking to who was the gentleman in front of you that, that was uh, going to bid on it. And you're like, come on, man. Like, no, I don't, I don't know who won was, the power man and iron fist. You're right. It was a dude, two, two rows in front of us that we were both bidding on the, the, the Sanford power man and iron fist. And we were going back and forth. I think I topped out at what? 700 maybe. Yeah. Something like that. And then he, he took, he went over the top and got it. And more power to him. Um, but then, uh, and then he heard us talking about the domino piece because I was waiting for it to come up. And I guess he's interested too. And then he turned and said, looks like we're going to be going at each other again. And then I said, my dude, I said, just so you know, I collect domino arts, my thing. To whatever extent that matters to you. And then to his credit, he, he didn't bid. Yeah. So Scotty, the bidding fires up, right? <laughs> okay. And, and Jason's got that number. Right up. So I said to, I said to Dap, watch this. So I raised my number when Jason, <laughs> I, ra- I raised my number when Jason raised him. He's like, dude, sit the fuck down. Right. <laughs> so it, it starts creeping up, creeping up. Jason raises his number. I, I elbow Dap. I raise my number too. He's like, my dude, sit the fuck down. Right? <laughs> well, first of all, I was already hammered and you yeah. fucking bit me up. <laughs> But that was definitely the and people behind us were laughing. I mean, it, it, it was Rod, right behind us. Who was who sitting behind us? Yes, it was Rod. Rod, mm-hmm. and uh, it just was so much fun. I, you know, I I bid in tandem with him 
not to cancel out his bid. You know what I mean? So I was just having fun with him, but he was getting all salty and pissy <laughs> out. Of I love and, it. And, and I love Scotty. You, uh, you, you were absolutely a fantastic, uh, presenter of. I was fucking hammered by art. that. Oh, oh yeah. He was mugging and wiggling his, his fanny and everything. It was great. Well, I was, I was already out there drinking at some point. And you were repping our boy Kelly Williams piece. Well, I chose that one. Like, so, like, gave me another piece, but that one was like near me. I was like, no, no, I gotta, that thing was beautiful. Well, that's yeah. cool. Cause I don't know if you know him, but that's our boy Kelly Williams tree beard at, at uh, that piece. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I don't know that, again, I don't know my name if I saw his face possibly, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, they, they handed me another one and I, I told, uh, Heather, I was like, no, 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 like, let me, let me carry this one. It was, uh, it was great. Um, it was yeah, a great Heather, piece. Heather came out in the lobby, like, you know, they give us all a couple drink tickets, but you know, I, I did a very big painting and it usually brings in a little cash for the auction. So, uh, I was like, Shelton, what, uh, what you got on those drink tickets, homie? And, uh, so he, <laughs> he broke, he broke me off half a stack. <laughs> wow. So I was, uh, I had a, I had a decent amount of alcohol in me when Heather came up and said, Hey, Scotty, come in here with me. And I was like, uh, okay. And then she like proceeded me straight to the front. I was like, Oh, Oh snap! I'm about ready to I'm about ready to Vanna White this artwork around this place. Yeah, you rocked it. You did a fine job. You know that it is not an art auction without me getting a little obnoxious Mm -hmm. and acting like a fool and clowning it up. Now, did you did you hear anything after the fact about whether the numbers were good, bad, or indifferent? I only asked because in the three that I've been to, most fun I've had, but clearly there were I mean there were no massive jaw dropping prices. In fact, even your piece, which I told you I thought it was going to go for fifty one hundred bucks, didn't. And there really yeah, no piece. I, I think I no think piece went much just, above three. So yeah, I think there was just the three of us that hit between the, that twenty five. Yeah, 30, like thirty. It was like twenty five to thirty five hundred yeah. was like the range between like I think me and Brian and and then uh, oh David. Well, there's four of us and, and, and Eric Powell, uh, Robinson or Robinsons. I didn't. Well, you know, I didn't know. I wasn't in the room when the Eric Powell one went, so I don't know yeah. what that went for. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think there was like the range was pretty much like two to two thousand to thirty five hundred or something like that. Get, right. And by, by that. comparison, normally there are pieces. Well, your, yours have gone for tremendous amounts in the years past, but also there's usually a Mark Brooks that goes for a, a, a grip. Uh, there have been Bernie rights and pieces, obviously passed, but there have been Bernie pieces in, the, in prior years that have gone for huge amounts. Phil Noto usually does a piece that goes for massive. And then I, honestly, Adam Hughes hasn't been there since we started going to the show, but I, as I understand right. it, up until the year before that, he was a regular and his pieces go for a grip. So. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's kind of interesting because there was like a big squad of artists that did, you know, burly pieces, but they also seem to be, there, there also seemed to be like a very specific audience that already kind of knew that those pieces were getting made for them. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, and oh, in years yeah, past, yeah. you, you have people winning auction pieces by proxy. So they're not even at the con. Yeah. Like I know the, um, that the record setting one with the Mark Brooks white queen for the 15 large. Right. That, as I understand it, that was one of the smoking jacket guys favorite characters. And he had been asking Mark for a white yes. queen for years and right. so it was like to your point, it was all well understood. Dude was winning the piece. Yeah, so it's kind of like at at one point, it's like the music industry, right? Like at some point, the music industry got to a place where it 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 created this insanely large false bubble to where at some point it's going to burst because they cre- it, it was it was a it was a kind of in some ways fabricated. It was it was kind of insular. Like the the, the money and the art was all kind of being created and bought by the same circle. 
in a, in a way. Um, so I think what you've, what we've seen is there's a lot more cons at this time of year now. So, you know, the, 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 the attendees have started to split off and skip years and go to, so you're not seeing the, those big ticket artists anymore. And, and let's also be, let's also be real. There's almost no other art auction at any convention that you go to that has pieces that sell for $3,000. And at Heroes Con, when a piece sells for $3,000, they're like, oh, numbers are pretty low this year. <laughs> like, right, you know? right. No, for sure. Yeah. Which, which is kind of crazy. But, yeah, I, I didn't hear anything past that. I mean, I still think it it, it went well, I, I think. I, I don't know. I don't – again, by the end of the night, I'm I'm pretty well lit up. And, uh, right. You know, I was just happy that I didn't drop four grand on anything this year. So, <laughs> yeah, truth, truth. <laughs> I've never, I, for, not for lack of trying, but I've never gone crazy. I've, I've won at least one thing at every auction, but it's never. I've often doing the value investing thing. Uh, now, this was a little different because this was the first time that an auctions had a piece specific to my interest. To your point, right? Um, now, see, that's what that's what mine was when I saw. So one year, the first year that I bought a piece at the auction, you know, I love Andrew Robinson as an artist, and, and he at the time he was doing or that the Beatles book had just come out, Beatles. yeah, the fifth, fifth Beatles Beatle had just come out, and he did like a Dusty Star, which is a character he created, and, and the Beatles were in the background, and you know, Dusty Star is not a popular character, and 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 so not a lot of so unless you knew who Andrew Robinson was, it's not like this piece was a, a burner, and I think I got it for like twelve hundred. <laughs> Right, and I loved it. It's a giant painting. I adored it, and I was like, "Oh, I was so excited!" And then uh, the next year was it might have been the next year or the year after. Um, he, I was like, "I'm not gonna get anything this year." And then he was painting that Hellboy Scooby Doo piece on stage. He always paints his there um, on the live stage, and I saw him painting that piece. I was like, "God damn, that is awesome!" <laughs> uh, and then, of course, I look at it at the auction, and when it's finished, it's even more awesome. So again, I thought, well, I got the piece last year; it's twelve hundred bucks. You know, like I'll get it. Like I'll, I'm going to go for this one. And then Tim Townsend was like, "Nope, I'm going to get that." And I was like, "Tim, bro," I was kind of like what you did, like, "No, nah, come on, man!" Like, ah, and he's like, "Nope, I'm getting it." And then Randy White, who is kind of a, he's a pretty big baller on the on the uh, the original art front. He was like, nope, Scotty, I'm going for it. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Um, but, but Randy was like, I'll tell you what. I won't bid for it if you do me an Elvira piece. So so I was like, deal. So I'm like, deal. So he, so Randy decides that he's not going to go for it, and it's just going to be me. But then in the auction, a guy's wife wanted it, and that mm-hmm. fool bid me the fuck up. Like, yeah, he did. Like I thought that I was golden at two thousand. You remember? I thought oh, yeah. I was golden. Two thousand was kind of my limit, and I was like, "I'll go, for I'll, I'll go to two thousand. And then I thought I had it. Like I was walking up to get it, and that dude, <laughs> like, like I was like walking up. Like I remember again, that. Like I was gonna put on my show, right? Like yep. do my do my thing and be obnoxious. And I'm walking up to the stage, and then like as I'm getting all cocky, like. It's like, oh, 2,500. I literally dropped to my knees like Nicolas Cage in The Rock. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> uh, and then, then, then when he said, I think it was from that point to when he said sold for 4,000, I don't remember. I think I blacked out. I think, uh, when he said sold for 4,000, I started sweating. Uh, like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, well, that wasn't your wife is very understanding. So, well, because she was super pregnant, I think she was just like whatever, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this year didn't seem like 
uh, yeah, there wasn't any like big, big piece, but I do think that it was a lot, I mean, if I'm being honest, I do think that it was a lot more, you know, the pieces were going for what they go for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't mm-hmm. anything that was like going for giant money, but I don't think that anything went for something less than probably what it sh- should have. Like, I still think that everything went for good parts. And like you said, everybody had a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Great time. And we got the fucking, and I think, I think we really buried a lead in this. Uh, for anybody who's an old school hip hop fan. Oh, but that, that actually was recorded and sent to our patrons. Well, you could at least tell them what went down. What went down was that, um, apparently it was for the second year in a row, uh, DMC mm-hmm. was the MC of the uh, of the evening, kicking off the Heroes auction and um, doing a little bit of a mini concert. It which was so, oh my god! Was, and I, I I recorded it because I wanted to send it to my wife, and uh, and and so he's uh, he did Tricky, he did uh, Walk This Way, and it was uh, and I mean the audience was on their feet. Everybody was having a fantastic time. It was uh, so awesome. He, he was up there for, for a good 15 minutes or so at least. Uh, it was, it was fantastic. I, uh, I had a blast. That, that was, and if you were, if, if you felt like you had a long day and because seriously, the auction never fucking starts at eight. I don't know why they bother even try to put that in the program. It's, uh, it wasn't until after nine o'clock by the time everything was said and done, uh, that it was kicked off. And, um, and it was, you know, it, it, it if you were feeling tired, if you felt your day was long, if, if you just, you know, were just hoping to see some art and, and bid on it and move along, uh, Daryl just really got you, you amped and, was and hyped up. Yeah. It, uh, it, it was, was so cool. Great. It was, it absolutely was. For sure. I know Vince sure. loved it. I did. I thought it was and a lot then, of fun. Uh, the, the best we, part about it was when the uh, girl dressed as Batgirl picked up the little girl and she oh, was, yeah, 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 that, that was great. That was great. And we so we got we got pretty pretty well turned at the auction. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah, I was like by the end of that auction, I was holding court. Like everybody had cleared out. I had a little crew in still in the auction room. I was holding court, talk about some fairly inappropriate shit uh, that we considered, but 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 we called it the tree of trust. We we're all very open about some marital hijinks. <laughs> 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 Uh, it was a fun, fun night. Dirty, dirty. And then we went to the midnight diner for the second, uh, yeah, second time. Yeah, rolling five deep. Rolling y'all, five deep. y'all went twice over the weekend. It twice, did, baby. Man. Thursday and Saturday. Yeah. This, uh, sure. although the second time was was a bit of a wait. I mean, it was fine. Oh, but it was fun. It was, though. Oh, yeah, and it moved along pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were uh, dapping up the popo. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, it was, it was good times. Um, we uh, we were there for a little bit. And, Those biscuits uh, and, and gravy, God damn. And, and and Felix was there too. Uh, Felix I, and Don and uh, uh, Fabian Wrangle and, and, yes, and Alexis Zirid and, yep. and uh, that whole crew were there. Yeah, for sure, doing it up. Some pancakes. Oh, uh, biscuits and gravy. Um, so yeah, and then uh, and then we were back at it again on Sunday. Which, um, you know, got up to a chill start, pretty chill start. But, uh, we did have, uh, another, another I, panel. I think I was up, I think I was up till 4.30 on Saturday. You're an Jeez. animal. Wow. I think I, maybe, maybe five. The sun Here's the thing, though, man. I'll give you your propers, though, because 
anyone that's gone to a lot of cons knows that Sunday's a bit of a joke because, first of all, everybody's dying to leave early. The creators are waiting to roll out. But on top of that, the creators are also out getting their drink on on Saturday, and so they don't show up on time. So here's a little pro tip to all you people considering VIP tickets. Just be mindful that your VIP tickets aren't <laughs> going to really shit. do much help on Sunday <laughs> yeah. in particular. Maybe when Saturday. When yeah, maybe when you're there Saturday at 8 in the morning, already get your, your, your fucking list on and, and do show up at 12. Just be mindful of that. But, but, uh, but to your credit, you more times than not are, are at your table when you're supposed to be. So I give you credit yeah, for that. I was, I was like 10 minutes late on Sunday morning simply because Sunday morning everybody's checking out of the hotel. And getting an elevator down, I ended up having to walk down. Oh, that was crazy! The stairs, you you remember, right? Trying to get down. I mean, we're we're talking about <coughs> at, at quarter till ten. I could not get an elevator. Like the elevator, right, because everyone's trying to check out so they can get to the con at the open. I ended up walking ten floors down. I was like, "Fuck this! I gotta I gotta get to the show. I'm just I yeah. can't wait for these yeah. elevators." Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was out till maybe four thirty or five on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I, I started off the morning with another panel. Um, we rolled to a, the panel room, and it was a merchandising panel. But uh, but it was dope. It was it was Andrew McLean, Jim Mafood, who mutual buddy, I know as your boy, yeah, Scotty, That's my um, yeah. Sarah Dyer, and then Rico. Um, and I thought that went really well because it did. Again, you know. It's sort of you a nebulous, did you a invite me to that panel? I don't think you invited me to be a part of that panel. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Rico, Rico put the guest list together. Oh, okay. uh, I just showed up to, to moderate, but but no, it was a lot of fun, man. We had a, we, the talks far and ranging. We you know we covered everything from from um, IP, you know, because there were people in the audience that are clearly on the come up and and seemed. Um, I think they want a couple of people wanted affirmation that it was okay to essentially. Take licensed characters and make Spider-Man. And in essence, we all very politely said, "Well, it is IP theft. I mean, pretty yeah. clearly." But this is a quirky world where generally the publishers will leave you alone if you're doing one-off, one-off drawings. But if you're going to make T-shirts and buttons and prints, you're going to have you know, might have an issue. And I don't think people wanted to hear that, but we kept it real and we talked about the. You know all the aspects of 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 making that money, you know. And Rico was great to have on the panel because he could bring the the con part of it, and you know, con exclusives and how to go about how they go about marketing the con, but also how they figure out which guests to have and that sort of thing. So um, that was a real nice surprise because I just figured Sunday, early Sunday at a convention, I thought we'd have three people in the room because I figured yeah, but, yeah. Anytime I get offered to do a panel early Sunday, I'm like. Get out of here. I know, but it worked out great. We had a good crowd, and uh, I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought it was I the best a- panel. Thank you. Wow. Nice. I did uh, I did one panel, and I did my panel on Sunday as well with uh, Jason Latour and uh, Chris Visions. Ooh, Visions is nice. Yeah, uh, Jason, Jason Latour was the moderator slash interviewer okay and uh and chris and i just drew the whole time while uh talking to jason and and it was really just kind of about he had us both together because we were both in his mind and and i could and, and i consider jason this as well but um you know guys who have really stuck to our guns as far as uh being okay with uh, with, with our styles maybe right not being so it's, um, it, it's weird to say now, but mainstream. I mean, yeah. you know, 
people people now consider me super mainstream, but p- people who have been around for as long as you guys have been around like know that you know the first ten years of my career I was a like, I was just shoved in the corner like you know like there like it was all Brian Hitchland right um, no doubt but yeah. Scotty Young ruined so, my book remember that oh, <laughs> yeah, oh my God yeah of course I remember that um, yeah so it was just like a big conversation about like you know the 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 ins and outs of of sticking to your guns and and you know being true to yourself and seeing what you know what that does over the years and and being very honest about it where like sometimes you do that and it's not like you're super confident about it you're terrified that you just did it you know in hindsight we always like to romanticize all the shit like oh no i had to stick to my integrity and well i appreciate you taking that tack because again i mean frankly it's not to blow smoke up your ass but it's worked out well for you um but you know i mean i I love chris actually and piece from Chris. Oh, and I think he's an amazing cartoonist, but but I don't think commercially yet he's 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 had the level of success that I think his artistic abilities would suggest. So I would, no, and I it's would, yeah, it, it's going to come for him for sure. Mm-hmm. Like and 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 Chris is super new to comics. That's the other problem. Like, that's the other thing. Like his first comic was like a, I feel like a like a was it like a Spider Gwen fill-in or was it that High Crimes book? I forget. Well, he did like, that White Suits book a couple years back. But that's what I mean. Like that was it. Like that was the yeah. first. Like Chris, Chris was like an illustrator and did illustration and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So as far as like comics, like he's still really new and he's he's going through some of those those instances where which I've been through and you know he and I have talked about where you know an editor's like, oh, I really love your stuff. I really could use you on this cover if you're willing to not draw like you, <laughs> you know. And uh, and Chris is like, nah, that's okay, you know. And like I said, it's it's easy to romanticize that shit and act like you made all the right decisions. But while you're making them, you're terrified that you're you just you literally just told a guy that holds your career in his hand that you know that you're done. Uh, but anyway, right, that was right. great. It was a great panel, Jason. Uh, w- one thing I love about Jason Latour is that guy's mind never stops. Like he thinks about everything seven levels deep, right? Like his mind is always reeling and going. And so he is a really good guy to sit up on a panel and, and discuss that kind of stuff because he's, mm-hmm. you know, he really, really just thinks about all this stuff nonstop. So right. uh, that was really, I actually told Jason when I was done, I was like, you know, and I, Jason, you know, because we talked about this, I, I don't like doing panels that much. Right. Uh, not because I'm obviously <laughs> not, I mean, clearly anybody who knows who, that has me, you know, that listens to the show when I guest on it. I am not afraid to talk. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. But um, it's usually because sometimes panels can turn into negative shit, right? Like it, almost any panel I'm on, at some point it turns into like, oh, this is what's wrong with comic books. Um, right, right, right. And I generally just don't want to be a part of that. I don't like to be a part of things where we're just getting ready to tear down this business or, you know, tear down the big two or – or any of that. Like, so it's usually not that entertaining or it's a thing where we're all announcing things and nothing's, we can't really say anything anyway. So I feel like it's kind of a waste of an hour, mm-hmm. but this was one of the first times where I was like, man, I would do this at every con. Like I would, I would sit there and like just free com, like have a free conversation about like our life and our come up and all that type of stuff. So yeah, that was really cool for my Sunday. It was a, it was a nice refreshing boost of energy on Sunday. Sure, sure. Nice. I think uh, Jason Aaron, or not Jason Aaron, uh, Jason Latour, in my estimation, is the best illustrator in comics today. He is Ooh. fucking 
amazing. He is. And, I mean, you know, we have guys like Opeña, guys that really lay it down. Jason Latour approaches it with grace and fluidity, but he has a ruggedness to his line like a fashion illustrator. I think he's just far and away the absolute best illustrator. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Southern Bastards is like a perfect storm of two absolute fucking geniuses mm-hmm. at, at their craft. Like, mm-hmm. I, I did a I did an interview for a documentary over the weekend, and 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 the, what the last question they asked me was, "Do you think right now is an exciting time for comic books?" And without hesitation, I answered, "And this, you guys know, like, this is this is my best friend in the world, one of my one of my best friends in the world." So. But I'm being serious when I say this. I said, yes, it's a very exciting time in comics because we live in the time that Jason Aaron exists and writes comics. Mm-hmm. And I like despite him being one of my best friends, I actually believe that I am lucky to be a part of comics not only as a professional but mostly as a reader mm-hmm. in a time where Jason Aaron writes so many comics and they're all fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like that dude – is amazing. Like he's amazing. Like, and the fact that there's there's him, and there is like then there's ten other people behind him and ten more people behind that. It is amazing time in comics. But yep. I think Southern Bastards because of Latour and Jason Aaron are like it is a perfect storm of craft right there with those yep. two people. It's it, it's insane. And he has an economical line. He doesn't noodle or dilly dally he puts it puts down exactly what has to be put down and he makes it look easy and that's that's the difficult part yeah yeah he's, yeah dude. he's phenomenal and he's not yeah. precious about anything no he's like, not there's like a uh, you know i don't know if you guys know this but a pa- like pages don't exist on southern bastards it's it's just random scraps all like cobbled together right yeah right like there is no 11 by 17 blue lined bordered page it's like, well, I drew this and I also drew this and I drew this and I'll scan it together and I'll, and I'll color this. And, you know, it's, you know, he's, his brain works like that. You yeah. know, like it's, it's a sight, man. It's, it's pretty special. It's, Funny. it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah. yeah. Sunday, um, also was, um, following the panel, there was a bit of a scare. There was an incident. Jason said, it- <laughs> Jason said it started off chill, but it's wait. I feel yeah. like I, wait. Hold on, guys. You don't like let let's let's find something else to talk about real quick until somebody rolls back through for a second. I feel like we can't really we can't dive deep knee deep in the story if if the boy's not here, right? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Wait, where is he? Just, no, he he, he did, hit up he hit us up on Skype. He, yeah, he did it. Yeah, he just said he'll be right back. I feel like you cannot the tell this. No, we cannot. We cannot. So okay. Um. So what else went there, down Sunday? Well, what, well, what else went down? Uh, Sunday, Sunday, I made my rounds and I, um, I got to uh, see a few. Actually, no, that was also Saturday. That was Saturday. Listen, I'm going to interrupt you. I was missing Renee this weekend. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. She'll love to hear that. Because I miss. See what what, I'm, what what people don't know is I didn't actually go to Heroes last year. Here, last year was one of the rare years I miss Heroes because. My wife had knee surgery, and we had, you know, a a, a baby under one year old at that time. So, two kids and a wife with knee surgery. So, I had to cancel out on Heroes. Um, but the previous year is when Renee came. Yes, and uh, Renee is a fucking delight. What a delight! Oh. 
Well, now that I have your number, she'll uh, she'll call you. Yeah, she can text um, me. Hey, tell her she can text me anytime she wants, even though she fucking trolls me on my Fitbit when I'm at true. Disney World. She's you and Vince. She's like, I'm just gonna unfriend them both, so this way I don't have to oh, see that you know. You know what? This is good. This is good. I'm glad that we're. I'm glad we're on a little bit of a pause. I want to know while we're gonna. Chase is back, but we're gonna pause his this little the escapade. I'm gonna make this this story run five hours. Uh, this episode run five. Hours. I want you to get your money's worth now. Yeah. I want to know what in the holy fuck Vince B is doing on with this. This dude has to be on Pornhub 37 hours a day and forgot to take – like he forgot to take the thing off and switch arms with it. Nah, son. Like, it's actually me moving. Yeah. What in – because this dude is posting up 40,000 steps a day. It's bananas, like, dude. Like he's for his goddamn gump. Yeah. Like, run, Vince, run. Like, like when you're posting that shit – like he's posting his shit on the Fitbit and all of us are just replying like what fresh hell is this? Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Nice. The re- like the the rest of us are like oh bro, I just cracked 10 G. I just cracked I just cracked 10k like a bouse. And Vince <laughs> Vince rolls in and is like nice, sweet. I just did 47k today. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just a job. It is. It, it's part of my job, so. Good. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So so, Dave, I, shenanigans. I, I, uh, right before you, I, I didn't realize that, uh, you stepped away for a second, Jason, but I said, uh, so getting back to Sunday, following the panel, uh, there was a, there was a bit of an incident. Yes. Hey. Yeah. And, I, and then I was going to say the chill that started the day <laughs> segged into the chilling. Evaporated. Yeah. It became very chilling for Jason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to relive it? I don't know. It's well, yeah. So it's happy. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so we did the panel, and then, like I said, we skipped lunch, but we went and got some cafe at the coffee place inside the convention hall, and then we thought it would be. I was waiting for a few pieces to be finished up, and we, like Vince said, we we knew we had the long road trip, but we were not in a rush. We no, weren't really looking to get out of there. So we decided to walk the pretty much the entirety of the uh, well, no, the entirety of the um, of the vendor side, the non-artist side, to look for last-minute book as well as uh, souvenirs, souvenirs for the kids. For the kid, right. Yeah, so we're going every up and down every aisle, just leisurely stopping, buying all this, you know, for a long time, probably forty-five minutes to an hour, and we're about two-thirds of the way through, and I just get that weird feeling like something's not amiss, and then I look down, and what's amiss is I don't have anything in my goddamn hands. And I look at these guys as if they know. And I'm like, yeah, where's my I'm here? like, I'm like, oh, where's my, uh, where's my, oh, hold on one, uh, one second. Hey, Kyle, can you let uh, Chance out, please? Yes, thank you. Sorry, my uh, my puppy's uh, my puppy's moaning, so I can't let him out. Um, <clears throat> thanks, buddy. Um, so I, I'm like, guys, where's my portfolio? And just all of a sudden, that that fear of just washes <laughs> over me, and. They, their fear washes over them, and we just all split up. I mean, we don't even we don't even talk about a game plan. We just all fucking ghost. And I have no idea where I put it. I'm convinced <laughs> I put it down somewhere while we were looking for stuff. I run back to the start of of the vendors. I'm going through each booth, run 
pushing past people. I'm sweating bricks. I'm 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 near tears. I'm thinking, oh my god, this is it. I just lost my portfolio. I, I'm never collecting art again. How am I going to explain this to my wife? How how much money was in that portfolio? Uh, I can't say. I, I, I'll I'll tell. I'll put I'll put it on Skype. I don't want to. A lot, a lot, enough to make anybody um, very very upset. About that. About the situation. Um, oh, you fucking OA collectors, bro. Like, I know. So, 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 so we split, and like I'm running through, and then I go up the stairs. I'm looking for, and then I see Dap, and he's looking, and don't see Vince anywhere. And you know, we're looking for what probably a good twenty minutes at this point, right? Would you guys say like twenty thirty? Uh, uh, it was more than that. Was it? Yeah, because I made it through. I retraced our steps. I, I was asking dealers, hey, you know, did you see a portfolio around here? Anybody report anything missing? While you guys went to the, you know, the con authorities, I was yeah. I was digging through the, the steps that we did. And then I said, because you were adamant that I was. you said, I, I had it when we left the panel. I had it. I know I had it. And I see you you're basically unflappable most of the time like nothing gets through you you're always on the game and you know when the hands went to the temples when you realized that you know you didn't have the portfolio i'm like you you were visibly you were you were shaken oh right? for sure so i i said all right i'm not going to take him at his word i'm going back to the room where we had the panel and i'm going to i'm going to look around so I, I what was that gentleman's name that that manage the panels that you were dealing with uh andy andy manzel andy so i walk into the the panel room and andy's there and he's setting up for something else and i'm like do you mind if i go behind the panel the the, the table there i just want to see jason misplaced his portfolio and he's like oh yeah yeah go ahead go ahead so <laughs> so right in front of the podium on the floor was the your your portfolio right where you left it and then so th- it felt like 10,000 pounds were off my shoulders. And I can just imagine the amount of weight that were was on your shoulders because that ain't my heart. You know what I mean? It wasn't my money. and uh, <laughs> But you do matter to me. So so I grabbed it, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm antsy because i got to get back to you. I'm going down the escalator. I'm tapping my feet. This little kid is laying across the escalator in front of me. I'm like, oh, no, no, please. And I see Dap, and Dap was talking to Rico. Yeah, I um, I was I, – I went up to the room and that's when you saw – that's when you walked past me, Jason, because I'm like, all right, so I know it has to be somewhere up there because – Yeah, you knew. Yeah. When we when, when we got out of the, uh, the line of Starbucks and we ducked underneath the rope, I'm like, you didn't have it with you. So I'm like, I'm like, but I – there's no way – I'm like, somebody would have already had to have been in there and, and – before that, I was talking to, I was on the floor, I saw Don, and, um, Don was like, alright, so let's, let's head over to the Heroes booth and, uh, and see if Shelton can make an announcement, because Homeboy, um, <laughs> Homeboy said that, uh, at, at the, uh, at the info booth, he's like, so, um, so you can't, we don't make announcements unless it's like a lost child or something. So, uh, well, this is like, this is like, this, this is, is like a lost fucking child, child, dude. We, we could have adopted children. some, we could have adopted someone from any country. And Seriously. Yeah, I, I could have bought four children. <laughs> so they, they, uh, so, so then I see Rico by the escalators and I'm like, is there any way, um, I, I give him the rundown. And so he, 
tells me, you know, about the earpiece. He goes, well, I can, I can make an announcement internally so that everybody with, with the headset is aware to keep an eye out. I'm like, all right, sweet. So he's about to do that. And that's when Vince comes down the escalator. And I was like, I was right outside the fucking room. And I'm like, I, so yeah, Vince, Vince was already on it and, uh, had it. And, and then we, huge hugs and kisses. Yeah. Huge size of relief. Yeah, but then I still was trying to play it because when I when I finally got to the the floor and I, I get I said don't tell him let's just walk up to him. So we walked up to him and like I tried to pass it. I was like there was nothing in my hand and Jason goes he he was about to say something. He looks down. He goes that my portfolio? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your portfolio. It's mine. But no, it yeah. it worked out well. Jason, let me it, ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because this, this is something. <laughs> this is something that has cracked me up for years. Okay. About original art collectors. Uh huh. You brought previously purchased art with you to the con, yes. Yes. right? Yes. To walk around with. Yes. That is one thing that I cannot, for the life of me, understand. Because there's there is one guy. John Higashi. Do you guys know mm-hmm. John Higashi? Only by name. Right. He does it. I don't see him as much as the shows anymore. He used to be one of the biggest ballers at all the shows, right? Right. Um, John Higashi. He, and he had, he walked around with a portfolio of the most insane. And John Higashi is not a large man. Uh, he walked around a show with the most insane collection. He had like five or six original Drew Struzans. Jesus. Like, not Drew Struzans things that he purchased. Drew Struzan commissions. Damn. For him, for him personally. These are one-offs for him. They're not even like, oh, I bought the original for, you know, a poster. This is, he got Drew to do drawings, you know. He is just rolling around a con with this. And I was always like, John, at any moment, I could tag you in the face and bow off with what I imagine has to be 200 grand worth of artwork. Like, I don't understand. Like, so you tell me, because I never asked John straight up, like, why he brought it. But what is the, like, what's the motivation for bringing, like, that much of your artwork with you that you've already purchased to a show? Do you like, do you guys like to share it? Like, to, yeah. Like, so, well, it's a couple of things. For one, there's the simple mechanics of I only own so many uh, Pratt portfolios. Right. And there's a lot of art in each of them. So, Right. To an extent, it's like I already have art in, in them, and until I every now and then I'll order some more and then balance it out. But 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 mainly this time it was be, it was for two reasons. One, I knew I was doing the OA panel, and mm-hmm. okay. uh, so I brought some pieces to show off. If we were going to talk about certain types of art, jam pieces, things like that, so I brought some stuff for that. Um, although to your point, I didn't end up we didn't end up using visual aids, so I, I didn't need to, but I had brought it just in case. And then um, and then. Definitely there's a little bit of the, of the portfolio. Cause, you know, look, as an artist, you, I would say 10 to 20 times a show, um, when I open up my portfolio to put a piece in that I'm getting from someone, mm-hmm. they will then say, Oh, dude, you've got some dope art. Can I look through it? And then they'll look through it. That's a nice conversation starter. Um, and it's probably, and, and you probably, you know what? That's probably pretty smart because you probably like, like, uh, oops. Look at what this other thing I got. Uh, 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 and the artist is like, ah, oh, shit, I got to do a piece for this guy. He's a real deal. 
Yeah, well, look, I mean, honestly, I think that happened with me this weekend with Huddleston. I, I didn't, I didn't, um, these days I try and prearrange the vast majority of my stuff. Um, but, but I always leave room for people that I can't get in touch with ahead of time or aren't taking lists. And, uh, I've wanted a Huddleston piece for a long time. Uh, that's another one of your homies I know. And, um, I bought, two, I bought, I got two Huddleston sketches this weekend. Nice. Yeah. He's amazing. And, and, but, but he, he, he saw my, like he, I went up to him to get on his list and I said, uh, Hey man, I love your work. I, I would love for you to either draw me a domino or a phantom X. And oh, that, I, I have a story for this. Go ahead. Oh, so he wasn't familiar with Phantom X. So, um, but I showed him, I opened up my portfolio to show him. And and then he was like, oh, he's like, this is some dope shit right here. So, you know, again, it's it's probably marginal. I am sure he would have done a phenomenal job. Every piece I saw he did this weekend was phenomenal. But yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of juice there. People get a little fired up. Like Kari, like Kari Randolph, he, he, um, he, he wasn't the only one, but he came up to me this weekend and he's like, my dude. I'm beginning to get a little upset. Why Why haven't you asked me to do a domino? Ah. I, I said, my dude, I said, you are one of the first people to ever draw me a domino. It's framed <laughs> and hanging in my house. He didn't remember. And he's like, wait, what? And I was like, it's 10 years ago. He's like, oh, my man. He's like, I'm so much better than 10 years ago. So I sent him the pick. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got to hook it up. I said, my man, we can hook it back up. But so, yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, uh, Huddleston, so I, you know, it's funny with Huddleston was I – so I – uh, I was talking to Greg, Greg Hinkle, and, and I don't, Huddleston's name came up and he was like, Oh, I've always wanted to meet him. I was like, let's go. So I took Greg Hinkle over to introduce him to Huddleston and he had like the, the pieces he was working on and Phantom X was out. And I was like, and I was like, is this for a dude named Jason Wood? <laughs> and, and he was like, I, he didn't know. He was like, I don't, he didn't know who any piece was for. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Huddleston's like an art school kid to the core, right? Like, he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. They just come, they'll come and pick it up. Um, and I was like, no, nah, I bet you this is, this is definitely for Jason Wood. There ain't another motherfucker on the planet that's asking for Phantom X commissions. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually watched your Phantom X commission get made. Yeah, uh, for sure. While it was out, cause I was like, oh, I can't believe I accidentally stumbled upon Huddleston while he was doing the one Phantom X commission of the, of the weekend. Yeah. And then the last thing I was going to say is the other reason I had some, some pricey stuff in there was, um, if there's artists that are going to be there that I haven't met before. So I brought my, I own an Alan Davis page and oh, so yeah. I brought that. And then I own, uh, some Dodson X-Men art. So I brought that. So, um, that's why, I mean, cool. but, but, to, but now that, but now that said though, you bring up an excellent point for the newer listeners. The, the really baffling thing about this anecdote is that that is the second time in three years. I know that I have legit lost my portfolio and the second <laughs> time I have recovered it, which is, Unconscionable, considering that I lost it in the middle of Manhattan and in the middle of a con with fifteen thousand people in the room. So, um, so as these guys said to me, and they're one hundred percent right, the gods of fate aren't giving me a third chance. Three strikes no, and I'm you, out. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you need to start bringing photocopies. Like, uh, no, I think, I think to your point, I've decided I need to just not bring. Yeah, I need it to be where if I lose my portfolio, it's 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 if it happens, I'm losing what I got that weekend, which would still be hella painful, right. Right. but it wouldn't be devastating. So, right. yeah, yeah. When you guys came over to my tell me table to tell me that, I was like, what? Because like I said, I like I've been witnessing this for years, and I've it's been one of the one of the biggest questions on my mind. Like, 
I mean, I know it's exciting and I know it's cool to like show people stuff, but I cannot imagine carting that kind of stuff around and feeling responsible because I know myself, like, do you know how many drawing boards I've left at airports? Like, you know, <laughs> or like even at this airport, like I never carry on. I always check, but because Drew, dro- Drew and Kate drove, like they drove all the stuff. So I actually just carried on for this weekend. When I was checking in to, to Charlotte to come home, I straight up left my fucking luggage at security. <laughs> Because I'm just not used to having a, like a carry-on luggage. I just have my backpack. And I'm like roaming around looking for food. And then at one point I was like, holy shit, I do not have my luggage. <laughs> um, so I can't imagine how hard it would be to to remember to like, you know, make sure that you're keeping track of something that you never carry around. Like it's not yeah. like your portfolio is with you every random Tuesday, right? right? <laughs> well, I love Vince and I'm always happy to see him. But that was probably the happiest I've ever been to see him. In that moment, because I like, came, I came at, bearing gifts. That's why. Look at that you sexy tan. Look at that you sexy did. tan, motherfucker. <laughs> right. And then we, and then we pretty much we wrapped up our shopping. We picked up a few last minute pieces that uh, people did for us, and uh, said some goodbyes, including to yourself. And then we hit the road for the long road home. The very long road, long haul. Now, Scotty, I think we we've done it wrong. Now, this is this is David and my third time. This is Vince's first. I think we've done it wrong. Uh, we're looking for you to confirm this. I think we definitely need to be in the habit from now on of planning on leaving Monday, so we could do that Sunday evening wrap up situation. Yeah, the Sunday the the Sunday evening is going to be fun. You know what? I really wish y'all could have done it this year because this is the last year it'll be at that at that store. Oh like right, this, right. Shelton's store is moving and locations you know i can't remember how long it's actually been in that location but it's been there a couple decades at least if i don't think it's been the entire time they've been open Mm -hmm. but i could be wrong it might have been in that building the whole time but um so this yeah this this year was the last year that they call it the dead dog party i don't actually know why um there's nothing crazy about it it's literally just like a you know food trucks and alcohol uh, kind of outdoor party at Heroes Aren't Hard to Find, which is Shelton Drum's comic book shop, uh, which is a great shop. Uh, you, you know, so after what's funny is after a weekend of conventioning, a bunch of comic book pros, uh, end up at a comic book shop shopping for comics. <laughs> like it's, uh, we're all drinking beer, eating food truck and shopping for comics. Jason Aaron had a bag full of comics. Jonathan Hickman had a bag full of comics. Um, you're just, it, uh, it's a really big, cool party. So yeah, I definitely would say stay till Monday. Like, uh, if you can knock off work on Monday, stay till Monday. It's a fun night. Um, we were all off on Monday anyway. That's the thing. So we, we oh, should have done yeah, it. you, told, you yeah. totally should have. It's it's a really it's a cool night. It's a it's a nice wind down after a weekend. Uh, and you know, most times you're like, oh, I didn't get a chance to see so and so or so and so. So it's it's kind of cool to show up at the shop afterwards and just kick it. And you know, Jim Jim Afud, like you mentioned earlier, is one of my good buddies, and we didn't really get a chance to hang out that much. And 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 uh, you know. For whatever reason, somehow he and I always connect at the at the shop party afterwards, and that's kind of our our hangout night. Um, Greg Hingle, Shout out to Greg, yeah, Greg Greg Hingle was there waiting for us. He he laughed at us because all weekend long we kept joking about how we always ride in Uber Blacks, <laughs> <laughs> like our whole squad, because some Charlotte Uber Blacks are all giant black Suburbans, um, and we were like, 
I kind of like rolling up everywhere we go in and giant black Suburbans and, uh, and, uh, our, a big Suburban was rolling down and Greg was like, Shay, look, I bet you that's Jason and Scotty. Let's go meet them. <laughs> so they kind of were, uh, but it, those, those are definitely fun parties. You guys should definitely stay next year, but I, it, it might even be even doper because the next store that they have is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. You guys should definitely stay. Well, I think, I think staying, it would also be beneficial because whereas we left Sunday afternoon after I don't know how much sleep we all got following the auction and the diner and then doing the con for a bit, a good bit on, on Sunday and then the adrenaline wearing off after the scare. It's, it's, it was, and it's not, it's not like we're just a state or so away and, and, and it's just mm-hmm. a couple hours car ride. It's, it's, uh, Vince, motherfucking trooper that he is and, uh, the stubborn son of a bitch i mean I we just we we were just straight on through and i mean with a couple of stops and maybe not the the smartest of choices as far as some of those stops but uh yeah i mean we made it i there may have been a, a scare too when i drove home um as far as maybe being on the wrong side of the road but everything worked worked out and Dude, it's, um, really yeah, no, there was there was one point. No, yeah, I uh I I didn't nod off, but I I definitely <laughs> uh I I kind of had to You needed a 5-hour energy. I needed I yeah, I needed to get back over into the right lane real quick. The um you know what you guys need you guys, you know what you guys need to do for Sundays? You got to stay, you got to go to the party, but that's actually just the begin the party at the store is just the beginning of the night. Okay. Then everybody still comes back to the Weston Hotel bar. Okay. So you have one last night where it's slightly less de- – it's a little bit more depleted, which makes it even better because the bar is way, way less crazy. Less, right. And you could have joined us in 2.30 a.m. pizzas. Now, see, now that's mm. – and, 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 and at one point I did buy Stephen <laughs> – I did buy Stephen Green a $50 white Russian. Wow. Wow. Because – they had closed the bar and they had last called it and they were shutting down and they were closing tickets and we we're all still had drinks and Steven did not have a drink and I was not okay with that. So mm. <laughs> I took all I had in my wallet was $50 and we threw that at the waitress. It was like, can we please have a white rush? <laughs> so uh, that's the kind of shenanigans you got to stick around for on Sunday because we're all a little bit loopy. Um, we're all like, we're done. We know we don't have to do anything the next day. So, uh, we go to the party, then you come back and you still have like some shenanigans. At some point we did order, I ordered a lot of pizzas for not a lot of people. So at one point in the hotel lobby, uh, I was pizza claws. I was just walking around. <laughs> Damn, uh, we missed it. Well, I'm, I'm sold. Like at one point, Andrew yeah, Robinson, we could, we could I may have some, some pizza karma after, uh, last New York. Oh, Andrew Robinson might have been my best friend that night. He was like, Oh my God, I'm going to grab that. Like everybody was, cause we, like I said, I just, I just called up and just ordered a stack. By the way, shout out to your boy Drew Brown because, uh, when I was waiting in the arduous line to pay for my domino piece at the auction, it was hella slow and Drew rolled up with a fucking slice of pizza for me like a champ. Oh yeah. Him and Kate, him and Kate ordered like cheesy bread and a pizza. Oh my God. He was my hero. He just came over and was like, want some pizza wood? I'm like, God damn, I love you. (laughs) Dap, we didn't get any pizza. We did not get any pizza. We didn't buy any away. We did not buy any away. 
Um, pay to play, son. So all right, so so next year we're 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 sold. Yeah, we're happy to do it. Especially because we all took off on Monday anyway. We did, and and the thing is, and even if even if we don't get a ton of sleep, it will still be driving home for the get home or close to (laughs) to to uh, to. While it's still mostly sort of kind of daylight, and and the fact that yeah, we're driving home at night isn't really not my bag, yeah, right. It was hella so, disastrous. I mean, we yeah. did it, and Vince is a beast, but that that two hours from Vince's house home, treacherous. It was it was a long fucking it two is, hours. It's miracle that I'm speaking to you today. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Not a good look. I, um, not a good look. And then I get to come home too, and and get fucking greeted by by Renee, who, who's who hadn't slept. At all Sunday night because, uh, one of our cats was, uh, decided to stop eating Saturday and was all lethargic and shit. So I, after being up for almost 24 hours, uh, I get home and we put her in a carrier to take her to the vet and then, um, and then I come home and do some busy work and then not offer but an hour before the vet calls and says we can pick her up. But I was just like, oh, this, is, this is, this is a great end to, to a con weekend. But I mean, over, but I couldn't, it, I knew she was okay. Um, I knew it wasn't anything yeah. too tragic, but it was it, it uh and just thinking back on the whole weekend. But uh as far as and I realize that this is for our listeners that this is a little bit different than our usual con recap. We're not so 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 linear and, and uh and, and hammering. I I hope we're we're at least letting you know that you really do need to go to heroes and, and mm-hmm. it's a great time. Um I mean I I was happy because um I got to well, I, I got to shake Joe Jisco's hand and, and thank him for uh, all his uh, all, all his Marvel Masterworks card and all his covers over the years. Um, I saw Daryl Banks and um, I, you know, I like his art. Unfortunately, he was just drawing Green Lantern at a time that I wasn't a fan, and, and we talked about that for a couple of minutes. And I and, and I was going to hit him up for commission. I asked, you know, if he had any availability this weekend, and he said, honestly, I don't. I filled up on Friday, and I haven't stopped yet. And that made me so happy to hear because I Heroes seems like the kind of con where where that would actually happen to to an artist like Daryl Banks, and and you know if. If you're not if you're not a Kyle Rayner fan, I don't know what else you may know Daryl Banks from. So I talked to him, and it was great. Uh, on the flip side of that, when you get to see another creator who's been doing it for a lot longer than uh, than Daryl Banks, uh, Vince and I are walking down one of the aisles in Artist Alley, and I see a legendary creator, and uh, who isn't Jim Steranko, and and he doesn't have a line. And uh, there's I a reason Vince, for that. Yeah. Uh, as Vince, so you want to um, because one thing we always tend to talk about on this show are you know any artists, any creators that you would have liked to have said thank you, you wanted to shake their hand while, when when you had the opportunity because you can't when they're gone. And uh, I'm like, so Vince, you want to want to shake his hand? And Vince's like, nah. nah. And I I kind of get it. It's 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 one of those things where with, with Vince and Vince. If you know Vince, if you listen to anything he said over the years, I mean, is a huge apologist for this for this artist for this creator. Um, it's true, and, which is fine, you know. So if, if you want to keep that vision of him, then, then by all means, I, I completely get it. Um, but I decide, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, I'm going for it. I I, I know the stories. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to thank the man <laughs> for all the art, for all the for for all the stories he's told for. Um, 
for just, you know, for doing everything he's done. Cause it's really, you can't, you may not like the man, but you really cannot argue what he's done for the industry. So I woke up to Mr. Neil Adams and I say, Neil, I want to thank you for everything you've done. And this motherfucker turns to me and says, if you want to thank me, you can buy something off this table. And I tell Neil, I says, I've, I've read everything on this table with the exception of Batman Odyssey, but I says, I, I've, I've, I've bought so many things that are on this table. He goes, well, what about this gallery I built? And he's got, he's got like the, the Chinese screen with a bunch of different drawings on it. I said, Neil, you, you've, you've built more than this, than this gallery. And, and he's still just, basically he wanted money for the handshake is, is what it comes down to. And Vince is just, I, I walked away. I, he had to, he really, you, you and, I was just, I went over out the gallery. It was a nice drawing of uh, more or less of Hal. Um, but it was just, and to see him interact with the one person who was, uh, who was getting a poster signed and, and Neil just kind of pushes the poster after he signs it, puts it back in the sleeve, kind of pushes it away from him, but more than happily keeps his hand out so the guy could, uh, give him his credit card. But it was, um, it was it, that, that's that. That's my Neil Adams story. That's my experience with Neil Adams. I mean, I can't, uh. He's so crass. It's, it was, it wasn't uncomfortable and it wasn't completely unexpected and, and, or at all surprising, but it was just, you know, it's, it's not exactly the kind of, um, meeting or interaction you, you, you I guess, you know, we'll meet your heroes kids, but it, it is one of those. It's just, it, it didn't put a damper down on over the weekend. It didn't, um, I wasn't upset. If anything, I was mostly amused, but I was just, I was like, okay, well, I shook his hand. I, I, I got to thank him for the work he's done. And, uh, and that was it. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about ever worrying about seeing him at New York or trying to do that at a later date. I did it. It's done. And, and I can, uh, move on to someone else, but it was a, um, it was an interesting experience. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, Let's do the rundown of uh, the shout out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Dap's got that list. Yeah. Um, I have. Well, of of everybody who well, we we the Evers, um, Michael Ash, uh, the Wilson brothers. Um, we hung out, of course, with Hassan and Campbell and Daryl. Um, we saw the O'Briens, of course. Mm-hmm. Stopped by their table. We stopped by and Monster. Uh, saw, saw Monster, John Cardinal. We um, saw Joseph uh, of uh, the Golden Age fame. Um, there was, uh, I do have, let me just grab the program. Um, we saw, uh, let's see, yeah, that's the O'Briens. Who else? There was uh, Carl Slominski. We, uh, which Jason and I got, um, Commissions from who was the um who was the resin oh it was uh I got him Lee. okay um we uh real quick I saw Kevin Mellon um oh we cannot forget um Mr Craig Yo yes for sure uh, who, um actually I think Renee and I are going to the restaurant that he lives two doors down from so I'm gonna text him. Let's see if he wants nice. to meet for dinner. Um, we, uh, let's see. Kelly Williams, of course. Mr. Dave Wachter. Uh, 
We have Dave Jordan. Don't forget who was sitting in between. In between of course not, Dave Jordan and and uh, Chris because I'm uh, the program's in alphabetical order, so I'm going backwards because Jill, uh, Matteo Scalera, Jeff Shaw. We said hi to uh, Fabian Wrangle when I got my copy of Tarantula um, signed, which of course I got from Mr. Chris Pitzer from Ad House. Um, spoke to Drew Moss and his table mate, who will hopefully be listening to this episode. Uh, Mr. Sean Pryor, who was always up and happy and, and engaging and ready to take on the day. Um, I did forget to bring snack wells for the man now, so I apologize for that. Uh, you mentioned Jim Mafood already, Laura Martin, who of course you had some things, uh, colored by Mr. Daniel Warren Johnson, Neil Holman, who is the, um, who is a, uh, uh, an art director and a, uh, and a producer of Archer. So I will be buying the Art of Archer hardcover so that uh, he and uh, and Kevin and anybody else at a show who works on the show uh can can sign and doodle it. Neil is a great dude. Uh gave me uh the first three issues of his comic Redline that's being published by Oni. I believe the fourth issue is out. Um I will be reading that for a future show. Um but he is a hella cool dude. Um our boy Jay Gonzo got to see i picked up a manhunter commissioned by um it's always good to uh to see gonzo we had uh james Aaron, which we already mentioned sanford green who did that sick paramount iron fist for the auction uh who's always just in a really happy uh and good mood we got um i mentioned dmc i mentioned uh nick bradshaw i got to shake his hand thank him for uh the good work he does and um and then, like I mentioned, Daryl Banks and uh, Neil Adams. So who are you guys got? Uh, we got um, uh, Errol Rich Jr., uh, who I met at the show, Dill Cartoonist and his lovely wife, uh, Alexis Zirit, uh, Anderson Carmen, who is, I believe this was his first year tabling, right? He had just graduated from SCAD. Yes. And he reached out to Vince because I, somehow he had Vince's uh, info, contact info, I don't know how. Because I'm the, but, the approachable one, that's why. You always are. Yes, That's true. But he reached out to Vince saying that uh, he had done a domino commission for me. Um, and uh, I have to say, dude's got chops, right? We looked through his book. He's definitely, for a kid that just graduated SCAD, he's got some sequential chops. Uh, I definitely think he's going to he's gonna be able to come up in the next year or two for sure. Uh, Andrew McLean and his awesome wife. Um uh, just going down the list here, seeing I don't want to double double count who uh, who Daps already said uh, had a funny little uh, little little chit chat on uh, Friday night with uh, with Babs Tar. Um, <laughs> well, did we not? We have I'm not making that up. We did, did we not? Um, let's see. Uh, go ahead, Vince, if you're going to while I'm so that we don't have to there. Uh, Mike Mike Huddleston. Um, uh, Go ahead, Vince. Oh, okay. Well, just the one, the one I wanted to add to all this was, uh, in, in addition to the, uh, paper art at the show, there were, uh, people there that dabbled in resin and other types of plastics. Mm-hmm. So I'm a sucker for that, especially when they are as fine as the work of Thomas Lee Parker. Uh, mm. who uh, has uh, an Instagram. You could search for Remakes Plethora. Uh, Scotty, I don't know. I didn't show these to you, but what this guy does is he, he repurposes 
existing uh, found art. Like say he has a you know he'll find a, a, a little Hummel of a girl. Mm-hmm. Well, the the four figures that I got there were uh, the two pairs. One is of a little girl. It's like 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 a Hummel, but there's a duck which was in the original Hummel, and he crafted intestines being pulled out of the girl's stomach by the duck. It's it's beautiful. It's called Don't Feed the Ducks. And then the companion piece is Duck Soup, is another little Hummel girl, like a Hummel girl, with a duck, and uh, the duck is headless, and she's carrying a bowl of duck heads. Mm-hmm. And these things are gorgeous and very inexpensive yep, for, awesome. for what they are. So... Uh, check out Thomas Lee Parker. If you if you're into the resin stuff, this guy's awesome. For yes. sure, uh, Cam Smalley can't forget. Oh yes. oh yeah, uh, Don Mott, of course, of course. Uh, we've mentioned him already, but d- another shout out to to uh, our buddies Cliff and Justin, uh, Jordan Boyd, Buster Moody. Yes, good old Buster. Devince loves the Buster. I love him. You love him so much, uh, my boy Adelso Corona. Putting it down. Um, got to meet Chad Bowers, um, who uh, I is forever in my good graces because he is pitching Marvel Hard for a Domino series right now. So uh, good luck with that because that would be dope. I'd be yeah. a big, I'd be a big fan of that. Uh, Chris Visions, uh, did you mention Christian Sager? You did, right, uh, David? You mentioned yes. him. Um, let's see here. Nick Filardi. Nick Filardi for sure. Um, Mindy Lee, yep, uh, another essential uh, crew. Um, Andrew Robinson, uh, Eric Bonham, who I who I met, uh, Paolo reps him. Um, I think dude's got some mad skills. I uh, hadn't wasn't familiar with his work until this show. Uh, Eric Kennedy, uh, Eric Donovan, Dexter Vines, uh, Greg Hinkle, which uh, Scotty was was shouting out. Ed Pisker, getting it done. Uh, John Timms, um, Mr. Eric Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who I didn't speak to? Wando. I didn't shout Wando out. Oh, yeah. We, we missed him. Yep. Um, Fabian Nicieza, Fabian Wrangle Jr. Um, Scotty Young. Did you guys say? Did you guys meet? Did you guys uh, either of you talk to the uh, Hernandez brothers? No, mm, too intimidated. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, Matthew Roberts, uh, Mike McCone, and uh, the other Mike. I always forget his last name, but uh, that's what he goes by. Okay, other Mike. Yeah, the other Mike. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Pat Quinn, uh, James Heron. Paul Azaceta, uh, Jason Aaron, Jason Latour, Jason I didn't Sean Alex Jason this year. Oh no! Oh no! no. For Ben on Friday, um, Jason Sean Alexander. Which talk about weird. There's another Jason Wood collecting comic art, which I don't like very much. That, that bugs <laughs> yeah, me out because yeah, yeah. there was a dude named Jason Wood who signed up for a spawn commission from Jason Sean Alexander. Respect. And, uh, uh, yeah, respect. Uh, Jen Bartell. <laughs> um, didn't say hi to Jeremy Hahn. Did you guys see him? No, I, I walked by his table, but he was busy. Ah, be busy too. Um, let's see. Uh, Jim Food, Steve Epting, uh, Steve Mannion. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying the name right, but Jody LaHoop from, uh, from, yeah, from, uh, that's right. 
Yeah, from Bear Fighter. I did a Bear um, Fighter cover this morning. Oh, nice. yeah. Oh, dope. That's cool. It's got uh, a it's a baby one with a baby dick. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> baby dick. Did, you, uh, did you digitize it or do they do it? Yeah. Of course I digitized it. Jesus Christ, I'm not trying to go to jail, Dap. <laughs> we were trying to figure out if they digitized it in the book or if they drew it that way or if they do a post, but that's fine. Uh, do you? <laughs> do you? It's true. Victoria Gedvillas, uh, who, if you don't know, you got to check her out. Uh, Brandon Peterson. Uh, oh yes, did, did shake his hand because he's trying to get over the stomach virus. Yep. Justin Stewart, uh, Bud Root, and his lovely wife. Hilarious when I went to pick up my Bud Root Domino piece, his wife said, "Do you want it PG thirteen or R rated?" And I said, "Ah, PG thirteen." So then Bud proceeded to uh, to draw some black leather over her breasts, which because he he had left them clothing optional until I picked my until I picked my format, uh, which I thought was kind of hilarious. Um, the creature box dudes, oh my oh, god, those guys are ridiculous. Those guys are redonk. Scott, you know those guys? Who is the creature box guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, Dave and Greg. I've known them for years. Yeah, man, they're crazy good. Oh my and god, they're they're, nice they're yeah they're 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 good at a level that makes me want to kind of fight them. Just so you're a little mad at them, like yeah. fuck you, like fuck you, mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be this good. You're right, uh, Glenn Urieta, uh, yeah. uh, Mr. Carl oh, Stram, and his and and his uh, lovely lady that was with him, who uh, made the awesome. Sea salt caramels and uh, oh, that's true. And the really cookies. good peanut butter cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ilinka Mitchell, uh, Mr. Lee Weeks. Oh, Logan Fairber. Uh, always good to see him. Uh, Marcio Takara. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Matt Wilson hooked it up. He colored one of my jam pieces. He crushed it. Uh, as you mentioned, Jim Rugg. Jim Toe did a sick Alpha Flight piece for me. Uh, super cool dude. Uh, Dab, I know you already mentioned him, but I gotta give extra love to Carl Slominski. Uh, Scotty, yes. this is the find of the, of the show, my dude. Okay. Carl Slominski, dude is ridiculous. Came up on the graffiti scene. He was a punk rocker. Definitely mm-hmm. of the Mafood Paul Pope school, but mm-hmm. dude was super chill. He put it down for all of us. One of those guys that does not yet realize how good he is and his art is, is stupid cheap. Yeah. I mean, hopefully for me, he stays stupid cheap, but, but hopefully for him, by this time next year, he's 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 leveled up quite a bit because the dude is ridiculous, and uh, I just I think he's he's uh you know I don't think he's done enough published work yet to say he's like the next Aaron Conley type of breakout, but but dude's definitely got the chops for it. So hopefully he gets some uh, some more published work this year. Um, of yeah. course, Sanford Green for sure. Uh, M- uh, Michelle Fifa, um, Stephen Green, Stuart Sager, Terry Dodson, uh, Trav Hart. Who hooked Dap up with a, a dope Mr. Monster? Uh, Laura Martin, Nathan Fox, um, Daniel Warren Johnson, Daniel Warren Johnson, Ramon Villa Lobos, uh, James Heron, who I got to give a thanks to him and to Felix for fixing uh, my busted jampies. <laughs> uh, so that's dope. That was really nice of him to do. Especially because I know dude was like, his list was full and like three minutes into the show and he still fit me in. Um, I think that's, uh, I think that's about it, man. Yeah. Oh, Brian Level. Can't forget Brian Level. Yes. yes Rick yes, Leonardi, yes. who was doing stupid cheap. Did not see him. Stupid cheap pieces of art. 
Uh, Roy Thomas. Yep. Yeah, Mr. we wanted to shake his hand. We didn't get a chance to. Yeah, Mr. Ryan Brownie. I was, didn't uh, see him at all. You didn't see him? I did oh. not. I'm so pissed. I got him a oh, gave him a big hug. Oh, I yeah, didn't. Motherfucker. Oh, you suck. I do. Uh, Sean Crystal, whose birthday it was that weekend. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, Chris Bruner, who I'm a little bummed because he said he was going to do a jam piece and then he, he backed out, but that's all right though. I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, Chris Campana, Clara Meath, um, Jamie Jones, Marcus Williams, Tim Shin. Wow. Tim, Tim Vigil. <laughs> <laughs> Nate Lovett and his awesome wife. Daniel Dulitsky, uh, Vanessa Del Rey. Did you say Stuart Sager? I did say Stuart Sager, yeah. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. You said Drew Moss, yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lee. Jesus. Uh, you get around, relax. man. Just say Artist Alley. Just, just no, I feel like you're just, I feel like you're just reading the guest list. Just, nah, dude, these are people, talk, uh, Caleb King and Yuko Smith. That's it. The My Caleb King. King. Yes, the oh, Caleb. Oh, yeah, Yuko was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Cool so beans, yeah. That's a lot of people. Them's all the shout-outs. Nice. I even wrote down everything that I purchased, but I'm going to uh, not bore everybody with that. Yeah, I was going to say on the art front, um, it, we're already running long on the tooth, so uh, we did break down all the art uh, on one of the Patreon episodes. I will be posting my art uh, to CAF and a link to it on our main site uh, sometime probably this weekend. So for that, but I just will leave people with the final official tally of pieces acquired at Heroes Con uh, was 54. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so then you did, you, you did get more than that one dude, because didn't he say 52? No, he said 50. He said 50. So. He said, so, all right, yeah. so, so Felix can now blow you up again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So a hella Ooh. good time. Hella yeah, good time. Yes, it was. Yeah. I think we should room with Scotty next year. I think so. <laughs> Tell Shelton you want the you want the, the the Bill Clinton suite. And uh we'll take one of yeah, them. I, I don't care if it's a closet, as long as we spend time with Scotty. We definitely need to corner out some time more next time. Yeah. Oh we will, we will. And and I okay. I don't know I don't know if I Yeah, I might need to figure out the logistics because I, I kinda don't I'm feeling a little bad that um since Scotty didn't see my wife, and I don't know if I feel right about leaving her home two years in a row. So we got to figure something out. I don't we'll feel see, right. We'll I don't feel right about you leaving her at home either. I know. I maybe know. Like... we do a, a separate logistics. Like maybe maybe I fly, you drive with Renee. Yeah, who knows? Well, we can ride with Vince. We'll figure it out. Yeah. For real. The, the, the drive. Yeah, we got to hear. It's a tale of two things. The, the drive there is magical. The drive home is rough. Yeah. Well, again, depends on how late and and. But you're right. You're right. And it's also coming down from the weekend, and and it's 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 setting. I'm it's, not gonna lie, man. I've been feeling depressed as fuck this week. This week at work, yeah. depressed, man. Yeah. It was it was such a good time, and it's like you know. And I know we. I mean, we have. I mean, New York Comic Con is only what three months away, four months away. But wow. But uh, I think. Listen, we need to make a pact. I know we've already talked about this, but on the, we need to make a pact that <laughs> let's make New York Comic Con about hanging out with each other and then having some meetups with with friends and listeners and not worry about how much time we spend inside the building. I like it. Preach. I know that's music to Vince's ears, but yeah, because I'm hella nervous about New York this year. I feel like I'm gonna probably come out to New York like maybe four days earlier and just shack up at the wood. 
Oh, the you're wood, welcome, uh, dude. The wood estate, the wood oh, ranch. Fuck yeah, man, you're more than welcome. I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> Look at that, man. We can make it over there. All right, yeah. I'm in. All right, cool, cool. You ready to hear first, people? All right, everybody. As usual, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you can get your comics, get them fast, get them delivered right to your door for a fraction of the retail price. Remember, from Valiant, Divinity Number 0 will cost you $1.99. From IDW, Donald and Mickey Number 1, $2.99. That's 50% off the $5.99 cover price. And Daniel Warren Johnson. The Man, Extremity, Trade Paperback Volume 1, Subtitled Artist, $8.49. In your travels, what do I want you to read? I want you to read Monsters Unleashed, number three. Oh, nice. Written by Colin Bunn. David Baldion is the artist, and uh, Chris Sotomayor does the colors. It's not revolutionary, earth-shaking stuff. It's just plain fun comics. Giant monsters beating the crap out of each other. Shield in the background. The Mole Man. Elsa Bloodstone. Uh, it's we've talked about it before. It's like a no-brainer. When when you're tired of the events and you're tired of the the politics and the the machinations of of the big two, there are some books that are the little oasis of joy within the the, the crap, and that's what Monsters Unleashed is. I like it. Yep. Um, I just have one question. Mm-hmm. I thought Dum Dum Dugan was dead. No. Okay. Because I was. Gonna I, nobody stays dead, Vince. Well, I know, but because that was during a Secret Invasion, right? You yeah. He was dead? Yeah. But they, yeah, that might have been an LMD. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. All right. It doesn't really matter. It's still a fun book. Dum Dum Dugan's in it. Just read it. Um, in your travels, I, I think we're um. We'll go. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Batman Twenty Five next week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait. I don't know um, because next week should be, since it's the last episode of June, should be our book of the month, which is Cosmic Odyssey. Oh well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Why can't we talk about both? I mean, well, if it's book, we're of not going to do a two-hour episode. I don't. Hey, I don't. I'm just. We're going to talk about other book, dude. What? All right. right. What about the shadow? Got to talk about that. That's what I'm saying. Fine, fine. So next week we'll go on. <laughs> Jesus. Book of the month, but it's like, no, no, it's only book of the month if we're talking about 45 minutes. In your travels, read from Aftershock. Uh, Jimmy's Bastards, number one, by Garth and Russ. And, uh, like Vince said, no events, no, uh, Nothing, nothing crazy. This is just basically, uh, James Bond kind of facing off against, uh, a little bit larger than life. Um, maybe exaggerated extreme rogues, but, um, uh, the, the hook is basically in the title of the book. Uh, it's a, uh, uh Jimmy who has, um, had his way with many women over the years, being the smooth, suave spy that he is. Um, also has plenty of offspring, and uh, that's kind of where we go from there. It's um, it, it's an absolutely beautiful book. Russ Braun is uh, doing some fantastic uh, work on this series, and um, I cannot wait for the second issue. Uh, so that's... 
is what I'm telling you to read this week. Roppers. Uh, in your travels, keeping it all about the Heroes Con, uh, I picked up the an original work by Mr. Carl Slominski called Teeter Topple. And I'll be I'll be real with you. I bought it mainly as a thank you because the dude was so cool this weekend, as was his lovely girlfriend, and gave us a ton of awesome art, and he was a pleasure. And so just to throw some love, he had a couple things that he was selling at his table, and I bought this uh, trade paperback just, just to support him. No expectations. But I read it. I opened it up this week to look at it, and dude... I'm telling you, this dude is going to be something special. Vince, you got, I got to get you this book somehow. I'm not quite sure how to get it. I doubt it's in comic stores. Um, but it's called Teeter Topple. I'm, I'm assuming you can probably get it from him directly, but, but I got to get it to you. Vince, a dude, there's a whole part of the book about a dude shopping at a flea. It's my life. Hey, Vince. It's my life. But the art in this thing is bananas. It's, there's graffiti art. There's, there is tight pencils. There is crazy cartooning with, uh, dare I say, Scotty Young-like animated characters. Oh, it's on. And, and the reason he pulls it all off is because um, the premise is a dude has a, something happened. He works on a he works on a, uh, a, t- a children's puppet TV show as a writer, and the show gets canceled, loses his girlfriend in the process, he has to move back in with his parents. So life is shitty. Uh, throughout the whole thing, he's, he's commiserating with his best friend that he's grown up with and his best friend is trying to get him through it, trying to tell him, look, man, you, 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 you still live a charmed life, but dude's having a nervous breakdown and the nervous breakdown is visually represented in this comic in such astounding ways. Like I said, there's, there's complete psychotic breaks, which look like Sienkiewicz personified. There are moments where he's convinced that the puppets from the show have come alive and are talking to him. And in those pages, it's often drawn black and white, except for the the, the cartoon characters, which are vibrantly colored. Um, and and then there are gauche p- pages. There are there are pencil pages. And the thing is, is it's all cohesive though, in the sense that each of those different styles is a different part of the story. Again, whether it's him imagining about the puppets or him having a really severe mental break or being quote unquote real world. Um, the way that the dude mixes these styles together to tell the story. And then we think that he's dealing with the tragedy of his employment falling apart, but, and I don't want to give it away, but, but we actually come to find out as the, as the book um, nears its end, that he's actually in a much deeper state of depression, dealing with a far greater tragedy um, it just knocked me on my ass because again, I, th- I had no expectations about this book other than essentially throwing Carl some more love because, uh, I, I wanted to, to, to do whatever I could to thank him. Um, but I'm telling you, man, this is dope. It's called Teeter Topple and he wrote and drew it and it is, uh, it's fantastic. It's, it's absolutely a fantastic book. It is a visual tour de force and, uh, he should just hand this book to every editor at every con and he'll be hired. He'll get all the comics. I really do think that. That's uh, quite some praise. I'm going to have to get on this. You got to. I wish I could. I don't have an electronic version. I wish I could just. No, I'll just get it, it from him. You. I'll mail it to you. No, I'll get it from him. Okay. Cool. Scotty, what Scotty, should they read? I'm going to keep it real simple because I have not read this yet, but I have purchased it. And because this was a con weekend, 
Uh, I've been traveling and, and ramping up for travel and couldn't get, you know, so I've not done as much reading, but I bought this during the, during the thing, but I don't care because I love this man's work. Uh, go buy and read Pop Gun War, uh, Chain Letter. It's, it's Farrell Dalrymple's oh, yeah. follow up to his old, uh, graphic novel that he put out years ago called Pop Gun War. Yep. This is the sec, kind of like a return to that kind of surreal, world a little bit uh i think feral dalrymple is one of the just most creative intriguing voices in cartooning that i've ever seen i i i absolutely adore his stuff so while i haven't read it yet i'm sure i'm gonna love it i'm sure i'm gonna uh i would say it again so yeah everybody go buy popcorn war chain letter from feral dalrymple from that's image comics look. that is a good look that was serialized in the island magazine from Image. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. They collected it all up and, and published the, the trade. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. You're, you are right. You'll love it. Yep. It looks amazing. Cool. Yeah. Good look. All Scotty, right. where, can, where can they find you? Uh, just Scotty Young on all the stuff. ScottyYoung.com. What Scotty are the Young. you doing, buddy? Uh, I think I'm going to do – I'm going to be at um, Palm Springs – in August, uh, which I've never been there yet. Uh, Casey and I are going to head out there and do Palm Springs. Uh, I'm, you guys are, you guys ready for this? We're ready. I'm doing New York Comic Con for the first time. What? I've nice. never actually done New York Comic Con. That, you know, I have to say, I would have never, if you had asked me, I would say, of course you've done it. Yeah, you know what? It started popping up when it first started. It was at the same, it was always the same weekend as MegaCon. And I'm like, Huh, in February, do I want to go to New York or do I want to go to Florida? Mm, probably going to Florida. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely always chose that. And then it, then past that, it's like by the time November rolls around, like I'm freaking exhausted from cons. So I just was always like now, uh, and weirdly enough, like a lot of international cons that I would get invited to are always around the same time. So I always kind of opted to go to Germany or Italy or something like that, you know, something yeah, sure. like where it's it's a unique experience. Um, so this year is my first time I'm going to New York Comic Con, and I'll be at Rose City in September. Um, and I think I may go to Brazil in December. That just rolled through, so I may come. Oh, I, may do, I may do that. So you know, no big deal, no big deal, guys. It's no yep. big deal. I may hit. I may hit that up. <laughs> and make sure you read "I Hate Fairyland." Because it's please, it's great. Yes, it is. I appreciate it, guys. It, it is. Uh, it's my silly, crazy, wacky, funny book, and um, I'm glad that people are enjoying the the random, wacky storytelling that I've got going on there. Oh, show! It's the book you were meant to do. Right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. All right, people. All right, everybody. Hey, thank you for being here with us in in this long-winded con wrap-up. Uh, next week, it's business as usual. Business. We'll be jumping into the books. Business. And uh, do us a favor and come to our web presence, uh, 11com We're on the Facebook and the Twitter and all that stuff. And if you are so inclined, please check out our Patreon because every little bit helps to make this uh, every little bit better and bigger. Uh, in the meantime, come back, because Dap is going to get all verklempt and stuff mm. if you don't. And say goodnight. 
Scotty. <laughs> Good night. Oh. Scotty. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, probably, I probably didn't nail it. Dap remains it. the master. But just for everybody yeah. paying attention, say goodnight, uh, David. Oh, goodnight, David. Nice. The universe <laughs> is right again. Scotty, yeah, thank it. you for being here with us. We love you so much. Uh, thanks for letting me come on and, and uh, yap with you guys again. I, you guys know I love it more than anything. No. Our boy. Yep. Come back, people, because we'll miss you if you're not here. Bye. Yeah. We will. I said yeah. You did. wasn't convincing yeah, yeah, but it was a yeah. It just kind of missed the right people.